Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. The hideout. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? There's a lot of pervs out there, Hefe. Oh, J-Dubs, there's a lot of pervs out there. Welcome to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. No pervs allowed. All Except right. for us. Yeah, come on in. Uh, pick, pick up the phone. At least uh, only call. Yeah, dial one-handed. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. It is a Thursday night in the hideout. That means Chunk's Fat Man Diary. Chunk's Corolla, executive producer, is here. Also, I learned a secret about him. Yes. And why things aren't getting done for us. And it has to do with him. We'll talk about that really? a little bit later. There's uh, Tommy Bateman, our director, on top of the talk and roll controls, responsible for the hideout page on realradio.fm. Don't scowl, Chunk's. That is uh, Matt Albert. Screens your phone calls, 65, 500 pound, usually third mic and writer right now, phone screener. And our intern, uh, Milton Napier, Mm -hmm. is working on the Hideout Headlines game show. So all that going on. Dubs, I know we have a lot we want to get to, but first I would like to start with something that Matt Albert and I saw on the drive-in. Right over near Thurston's, actually. Thurston's Premier Auto Center on 1792. There's a 7-Eleven there near the corner. Yeah. Uh, And... uh, a light. I don't know what that is. Inter- it's 1792, and I'm not sure what that street is. Yeah, it's right there, uh, right by 436, kind of uh, probably a mile away. Right, so I'm heading south, like from 436, kind of mm-hmm. down toward Maitland Boulevard to kick over to the station. And uh, Matt and I get caught at that light there, that intersection. And so we're, we're sitting there, and we're the first car at the light. Okay. No one will ever top this. I'm putting I'm putting it out there now. You will have never seen a crazier thing than this. Okay. So we're waiting for the line. Of course, the people who are going to be turning left onto 1792 start rolling out a couple of cars and a motorcycle. Okay. Whatever motorcycle. Love them. Got my license. Everything. All that kind of fun stuff. The difference was that this person was taking a left-hand turn mm-hmm. while talking on the phone <laughs> on their motorcycle. <laughs> now, I know, it seems... I'm going to try to act it out for you on the radio. You boys can see. So you're you're on your motorcycle. Both hands on the handlebars. Even imagine if it was a bicycle. Yeah. Okay? And you know how sometimes you can't... You know, you don't have a headset or a Bluetooth or anything? Yeah. So... You you kind of put the phone and you wedge it kind of between yeah, your between cheek your... and your shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's what this chick <laughs> was doing. 
She had a cell phone lodged between her chin and her shoulder on a motorcycle taking a left-hand turn. I have never, ever seen any... Matt and I were literally in shock, and I defy anyone to tell me that they have seen something crazier than that. The only thing crazier on a motorcycle would be this chick, and I guarantee someone's done it out there, uh, doing her makeup while driving a motorcycle. I guarantee it's been done. It has to have been. I think it's nearly impossible. I couldn't believe it. And part of me wanted to honk to see what would happen. <laughs> like if she would lose control. She'd just get a little swerve at her. Could I? Well, no, I mean, we were sitting still. You know? Well, go up to her and just give her a little jolt. But regardless, I don't know. Have you ever seen anything like that before, Dubs? Trunks, I've, I've never, I've never seen anybody on a bike doing anything but driving that bike. And that's one of the great things that, at least when I took this motorcycle course, that I learned and I saw. I mean, many of you guys still out on the road right now. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the things I noticed and I saw was that you know, motorcycle drivers tend to be very good, very safe. Yeah, they they seem to know everything that's going on around them. It, it, it's more of a experience driving instead of sitting in your car driving and kind of having that be an extension of your house when you're in your car you kind of uh forget that you're driving at times and you start multitasking on a bike you usually uh, you multitask. no you, you you don't have that feeling that you can do that you're out there in the open i almost want to do a test we you we don't have your, your bicycle up here do we chunks no it's not up here. it's at your place damn it i would almost want chunks to hop on his bicycle and just see if he can do it, see if he can pull it off. Put his headphone, like put his phone between his chin and his shoulder, like I said I saw, and have him ride around the complex and see if he could do it. Yeah, just trying to see if he can handle a bicycle, let alone a motorcycle. On one hand, I think this may be the most talented chick that I've ever seen. I'm not even impressed with so much the the cell phone and the driving a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I'm just impressed that she could actually hear anything. I'm in my car half the time, and I can't even hear a thing. Now, that is another thing that I did not think about. But you're completely right. Like, last night I was driving home, and Chunks was in the car, and uh, I got a phone call, and I could barely hear anything. I kept mm-hmm. going, what? Huh? Yeah. Say it again? No, huh? no completely. In fact, when I'm talking to Dubs and my son, I have to put up all the windows so I can hear. I'm telling you, dude, it was freaky. Carrie in the 321 year in the hideout. What's up, Carrie? Hey, I kind of have a similar story and almost in the same area. I'm coming home from work about a week ago, traveling on 1792, and it's 45 miles an hour through Maitland, and uh, there's this old, you know, huge car, I guess, like a grand marquee, and it's doing like 20 miles an hour, and I'm thinking, what is this guy doing? And finally I have the opportunity to go around him and, like, give him a dirty look, and it's this tiny little old man hugging the steering wheel, and he's on his cell phone. All right, now what's more dangerous, that old man or the chick on the motorcycle? Old man. Old man is already a bad driver. At least the chick on the motorcycle sounds like she's coordinated enough to do it. This poor guy, I mean, old people have a hard enough time driving. Exactly. Miles an hour to 45, and he's talking on the cell phone. All right, thank you, Carrie. It wears me out when I see old people on cell phones anyway. It seems like they should not uh, pick up that technology. What do you want them still to have? Rotary. Yes. I want them actually to be calling and getting patched in. All right, let's go to Maria, who's in the 352. What's up, Maria? Hey. What you got? I just love the hideout, guys. I'm so thrilled that you guys are on the air. But I wanted to let you know, I used to have this stupid girl that might have even been as stupid as the motorcycle chick. 
Um, every morning when I lived in Cleveland, this girl used to drive this compact car while, I don't know, she had some kind of huge book in her lap that she propped up against the steering wheel and a big old mug of coffee. And she was reading the book the whole time while driving down the Cleveland equivalent of, like, I-4 during rush hour. All right, now here's what's odd about that. My mom, and thank you, Maria, for the compliment and the phone call, my mom loves Stephen King novels. Mm-hmm. On road trips, we drive from uh, Dallas, Texas, to Midland, Texas, uh, and she'd just be reading it along the way. Just reading, uh, occasionally glancing up on that long stretch on I-20. The dome light on, just reading the, the book and, uh, you know, driving secondary at that point. Right, exactly. I've seen people actually sitting there with some kind of platform on their stomach with a knife and fork. Shut eating. Up. I swear to God. No, you have it. I swear to God. You're eating. No, I don't make me say I swear to God again because I, I promise you this has happened. And I, it's a friend of mine. I'm not going to give his name out. But uh, he was the one doing it while he was pulling out of our school in high school. Knife and fork, I don't know why he travels with one, but he had that and some kind of food. All right, people have said they've seen this before. Looney Bonnick says, I've seen someone riding a bike talking on the cell phone with a cigarette hanging out of their mouth. That's multitasking. Mm-hmm. Only, not if it's hanging out of their mouth, only if they're trying to light it. That's difficult for me when I'm driving. Lighting a damn cigarette, you know, because... You don't want to roll the windows up because you have to roll them right back down. So you're just trying to get the air just right in your uh, driver's seat and uh, flipping the, the lighter, and it never works correctly. All right, I just had to get that, that off my chest. It was something out there that I feel I needed to share with you. I wish I had her. I'd taken down her license plate or something. Oh, I always do that. Just in case she gets a, li- a little bit more surly out there, and then I'll call her in. I wish I had just honked. And seeing if I could have scared her or something. And what she would have done. Because you know what it's like when you have your cell phone, you drop everything to protect that precious cell phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you a, drop that thing, you start reaching for it while you're uh, driving a bike. Exactly, but if you're on a motorcycle, do you just let the cell phone go? That's another reason I wouldn't do it for fear of dropping a cell phone, the way how they cost these days. And out of reaction, that is the first thing you do is just grab for it, and you'll tip that bike. Mm, boy, all right, now people are bragging about how they received road oral treats while they were driving. That's not special. Mm-hmm. Everybody's done that. It's not right. bragging. That's living life. All right, real quick, uh, Randy in the 321 here in the hideout. What's up, Randy? Hey, guys, I need some help with some question I got here. All right, go ahead. I see you got mom, and I'm putting on a birthday for my mom. She's turning 90. Mm-hmm. Uh, November. And I'm going to get my brothers and sisters down here up north. And I'm wondering about a stripper, a male stripper, that is. What do you think? Now, uh, I say son of the year. That's my first thing. <laughs> I Yeah, I don't really know your mom that well. I mean, is she that kind of person, a little bit raunchy, a little bit uh, fun-loving? Well, she's short, um, kind of frail. Oh, that's but good. Casket will be cheap. Is, uh, excuse me. Yeah. The biggest question is, do I give the guy an extra hundred bucks to do her there at the party? <laughs> Shut up! You're lying now. <laughs> you're just lying. No, no, she's ninety. Yeah, but she, no. I'm sure she's ninety. But you're gonna pay him a hundred to bang your mom. Your ninety-year-old well, desert of a mom. Long time, Dubs. 
She hasn't. No. I'm sure she hasn't had sex in a long time, Randy. His but... Dugan will get paper cuts from that wrinkle. Oh, all right. I got four brothers and three sisters. She likes to throw it around. All right, now hold on a second. Yeah, she's obviously a whore. Uh, can't keep her legs <laughs> closed. Now, how about this? Do you think it would or even matter? together. Do you think it would even be mad? <laughs> would it? Would it even matter if uh, if it's a good looking dude, or would you like to hire out maybe Matt Albert? Well, see, Matt would scare my brothers away, definitely. Because <laughs> he's black? Yeah, because he's uh, negro. <laughs> but, you know, a 500-pound dude, mom's not going to know. All right, what? now all of a sudden Randy's my favorite phone caller ever. All right, beat it, you a-hole. I doubt any of it's real, but it's all entertaining. Yes, I loved it. Just like wrestling. We'll take a break. We'll come back, Dubs. Let's get the show started. What do you want to play? you got some audio that you're chomping at the bit to play for me? Yeah, I have a few things here. Uh, the one I want to start with is there was, uh, I believe, in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, a kid, they were doing these uh, the story on the news of, are your kids safe in the library? Uh-oh. And what they found, and what they found was a 20-ish-year-old man running a batch in the computer lab right across the uh, hall from the uh, kids' books. In the public library. In the public library. They have tape of him running the batch, and they talk to the man. I hate everybody. They talk to the man. Now, do they do they get other reactions? Uh, they get some reactions from uh, some of the uh, patrons there, the uh, manager uh, or, whatever, or whatever at the uh, library, and then they follow up by going and getting the father's reaction to what his son was doing at the library. No. It is classic. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with that. Ooh, it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Let's get it done on a Thursday night. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I love Thursdays. I love a Thursday before a extended weekend. Yeah. Because I've always contended that Thursday is the best day of the week. Because you can go out, you can have fun, you can party. For some reason, uh, there's always a lot of fun stuff going on on Thursday nights. And if you can just somehow skate through Friday, somehow sleepwalk through Friday, Mm -hmm. you are at the weekend. It is really, really fun. Thursday is the best day for anticipation. Exactly. And then Sunday, on the other hand, even a Sunday morning, Sunday worst day of the week. Unless it's football season. you got to do house cleaning. You're right, unless it's football season, but then it's house cleaning, and then it's, oh, man, i got to go to work tomorrow. i got to squeeze in some a lot of fun this afternoon. If it's football season, Sunday around 7.30, you just get the... Uh, I agree, Sunday, worst day all year round. But think about it, though. Over the, uh, you know, over the extended weekend, you get two Saturday nights, mm-hmm. essentially. So, anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, nonetheless. All right, Dubs, let me hear this audio that you've got. You've been chomping at the bit to play it. Uh, you were very excited. Called me this morning. This was actually sent to me by Matt Albert as well. Matt Albert made the find on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, 407-916-1041. If you hear anything that you would like to comment on throughout the evening, uh, where is this out of Ohio? Cleveland, Ohio. This uh, news station ran a story on, are your kids safe at the library? And they uh, put some cameras up and caught a guy running a batch. Now, before that, when was the last time you've ever been to a library? I have, I didn't have internet back in Michigan, so I would uh, go there actually to uh, search for jobs. When I when I very first went uh, from Texas to Michigan, I went to a library mm-hmm. and you know used the internet for actually the exact same thing. I don't think I've been back into one 
since then. No, me neither. And that was 1999. Me, it was probably about 2001 was the last time I was in the library. Do we still have libraries? I suppose yeah. we do. Yeah. Where's I? I wouldn't begin to know where the library is here. I didn't know. I don't know where the one is here. But when we lived in uh, D.C., there was one right next to where I lived. So I know they're still out there. It's downtown. Uh, me and Sap oh, pass yeah. it on the. Coming back from the Matador. Yeah, it's right there. Uh, there's a parking garage right across the street from it, uh, by like right past the Tijuana Flats and everything. Right I've there. I've never even seen it before. Is yeah. there one like an Altamont or here in Maitland? I'm sure every city basically has one. All right. So anyway, what's are your children safe at the library? You uh, what do you look up on the internet? Nothing really. Um, no sports scores, stuff like that. Sports, pornography, stuff like that. No. Why? why? I don't know why. You tell me why. I don't look up pornography, so no. All right. For some. For... I pause this for a second. Now, what does this guy look like, the guy that they're confronting? Uh, he's standing there wearing a Ohio Buckeyes hoodie. Um, kind of got the dirt stash uh, facial hair going in, very spotty, uh, glasses, very young predator-ish. Okay. So that's what he looks like. Doesn't and, he have a dirt stash? Yeah, but it's like, very, but he has like also like the uh, facial hair going too, like uh, oh. trying to run in the beard, but it's very, very chunks spotty. Okay. For some, pursuing the porn sites is a favorite pastime at local libraries, sometimes with young children just a few feet away. Our undercover cameras and library incident reports back us up. But sometimes it's more than just looking. It's a public library, all right, but it's not a place where patrons should be acting out their private fantasies. Can you think of any time when uh, a patron sitting at a computer and watching porn and would be acceptable behavior? Absolutely not. Criminal behavior? It could be, certainly, absolutely. You ever uh, perform? Could be. It's definitely criminal in a public place, whipping it out and running one. Net, net, do they have footage? Yes, uh, they're going to get to it in a second. Um, but like the footage they have of this kid doing the act, is, they can't show. Like I guess they have actual uh, physical evidence in hand. Uh, well, so does he. But uh, and on keyboard. But the the shot they show us on the TV is just a hunched over back of him. And you can see, like, the elbow and forearm just going crazy. It's what all of us have ever seen if we've walked in and our buddy, mm -hmm. when he's uh, in the dorm, and you actually skip class and you come home early. Or if you're a parent and you accidentally uh, walk in on your child unexpected, like your teenager. And you close the door real quick and turn around. The lap, the, lap uh, the towel is thrown over their lap, that kind of a thing. Mom! Knock! <laughs> Why don't you ever knock? I need personal space. I'm just showering. I'm only growing. This is <laughs> this is me time. But uh, it's so funny because they show the Matt laughing over there, knowing that he's that's happened to you, hasn't it? The uh, the, the, the shot that they're showing of him is the hunched over back, the one arm just working, and the other arm is on the hand is on the uh, mouse, and he's just. Flying through the page, getting to whatever next picture he needs to keep him going. All right, so hideout, Road Radio 104.1. He's in a nice, classy, sleeveless shirt, too, so oh. you can see the triceps. Yes, he's got the sleeveless shirt on while he's doing it, but when they're talking to him afterwards, he puts his uh, beautiful hoodie back on. Perform a sexual act at the library? No, I have not. What if I told you we got video of you performing a sexual act? Oh, well, it wasn't me. We can't really show you, but that's... <laughs>
It's just like, it's just, this is almost as good as the To Catch a Predator thing, which, by the way, sucked last night because all it was was a recap and an update. How were the updates? There was nothing. They were all, you know, a couple of them had pled guilty. Some of them were waiting, sentencing, Uh. all that kind of stuff. There was nothing new. It was like a little, it was like a To Catch a Predator mixtape. There was nothing new there. We can't really show you, but that's Mike Cooper pleasuring himself while watching porn at the Berea Library, just across the room from the children's section. Take our word for it, and his. You just reached out and grabbed yourself and started having sex? I, I did what I, I wasn't thinking. I made a mistake. <laughs> what an idiot. I guarantee, if you rewind it for a second, he's almost about to say, I did what I had to do. Yeah. But instead... <laughs> like it was a necessity. But instead, you know it wasn't quite that. I, I did what I... I Rewind. I, I did what I, I wasn't thinking. <laughs> I made a mistake. So we've seen adults looking up the sites and, oh. and actually having sex in the library. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Based on some soccer there mom. guys like you out there doing this kind of thing, you think parents ought to be a little more careful about letting their kids at the library alone? Yeah. Yes. All right, Mike Cooper, I guess this is the guy who got busted. No. Oh. No. I, I, I just wasn't thinking. No, why? Uh, do you think that this, uh, why Why would you go and do something like this? I, I wasn't thinking. I, I, I just wasn't thinking. <laughs> okay, thank you. I mean, if you were a parent, wouldn't you be afraid of a guy like you? I'm not a sexual predator or anything. Um, yeah, Sound like afraid. it. If Mike Cooper does, I'm, I'm not a sexual predator or anything, but yeah, I'd be afraid. A guy like you? I'm not a sexual predator or anything. Um, yeah, I would be afraid. <laughs> if Mike Cooper doesn't trust himself, should we? Well, apparently the Berea Library does. Was he uh, pleasuring himself when you saw him last time? Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. He uh, done it before? I guess he was caught a while back doing this, and uh, they, they tell a story of how he got caught and what happened afterwards. Uh, yeah. Berea Library manager Cindy Berezne says they caught Cooper in the act a few years ago. I told him I would have to call the police if it continued. And Cooper ran out of the building. We want people Wait to... Wait a second. Why don't you call the police immediately? <laughs> yeah, the first time. What do you mean if you... If you go to completion, then I'm going to have to call the cops. You stop that right now. No, why? <laughs> it continued. And Cooper ran out of the building. We want people here. We leave people alone. We do not bother people unless and until they create an issue uh, that puts them in, in where they're disrupting our mission or the ability of other people to use the library or they fall afoul of our, our rules or our, our policies. Apparently inside the library didn't break any rules <laughs> what kids what's beep there uh the clinical term for running a batch oh okay yeah so That's, can't say that all right for some reason apparently inside the library didn't break any rules <laughs> cooper began returning to the library about six months ago no one stopped him. So why would you let a guy like that back at the library? Well, I mean, like I said, I mean, you, you like to give people other chances. <laughs> what do you mean? Performing a sexual act at a library. I mean, why would you allow him back in the library? Well, it was several years ago, and I He's wasn't changed. aware I mean, that he had any criminal record or that it was continuing. I didn't think I was doing anything wrong at the time, and now I understand you didn't it think, was. You didn't think- 
<laughs> All right, Alex PCS in the 407, you're in the hideout. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Evan? What you got? Dude, he sounds exactly like Tuttle. <laughs> uh, little known, uh, Tuttle's real name is, in fact, Michael Cooper, originally from Ohio, now moving down here. Oh, I did, all right, now i got to go back and listen to it and think about him sounding like Tuttle. Thank you, dude. I understand. If you, didn't was. Think, you didn't think having sex underneath the table at the library was wrong? At the time, no. Now, I admit that I was wrong. There's nothing else that I can say. While Cooper's anti-social behavior should be a concern to all parents, the unemployed porn site user has his own folks to deal with now. <laughs> That's Matt Albert. Do you realize that you, that if you resume. if we were to get you a business card, it would say unemployed porn site user. <laughs> that is you, you fat bastard. Wanna be webmaster. <laughs> right. And the web is of your own DNA. That's what it is. I'm like Spider Man. Yeah, right. You do shoot it. Uh, all right, we're right about now, they go over to the uh, the uh, parents' place. Uh, we got to take a break. Okay, but uh, this when we come back, we're going to have the dad's reaction to everything that happened. All right, I can't wait. It's a Hideout Rural Radio uh, 104.1. It's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs, let's get back into this audio of this guy who is at a library. In Ohio, uh, self-pleasuring. Mm -hmm. We've heard from him so far where the reporter confronted him about it. Yes. And he really had no excuse except for he wasn't thinking. Mm -mm. Now they go and talk to the parents. Yes. Uh, Can you set the scene on this when this guy is <laughs> he's sleeveless? He's 23 years old. He's, he's wearing got, a... He, oh, the, the uh, guy, uh, the, the, uh, the guy who is uh, running the batch. Right. Um, when he was doing it, he was wearing a cut-off T-shirt, uh, very dirty type looking, uh, had kind of spotty facial hair, wearing kind of uh, tinted sun, uh, not sunglasses, but uh, regular glasses. His glasses had like a little tint to them. And uh, he was your prototypical uh, kid who you would probably find running one to the Internet uh, and not working at the age of 23 or whatever. Yeah, again, his job title was unemployed porn seeker. Yes, that's what they uh, described him as, as on the news. <laughs> In the news story. Now, uh, where we're going to go with this now is the parents are about to find out, and the dad is a bigger guy, you know, uh, kind of white trashy looking, and I guess formerly in some kind of uh, military services. You live with your parents? Yes. What do you think they're going to think when they see this? They're going to kill me. I don't like you getting in my face Please, either, or my son's face. Please. You are not before taking your oh, anger out on us. Oh, hold on one second. The mom is there too, and the mom is taller than the dad, and she has like this big ponytail, kind, kind of like that used to be blonde but now very gray type uh, looking hair. And she's just holding back the dad, yelling, please stop. And then she tries to get the uh, reporter to stop. And she's she just doesn't want any more fighting. She sees it enough at home, and she just wants the pain to end. And usually it's hidden within the walls of her house. Mm -hmm. But now... It's right out there in the open, right in front of a camera. When they see this... They're going to kill me. I don't like you getting in my face Please, either, or my son's face. You want but not to before to taking your anger out on us. Your son going out in the public, in a public place, exposing himself. and having... All right, now he just he just grabbed the microphone from the uh, reporter, and he's swinging it around and uh, yelling at the uh, reporter. Bro, that's 
I said get out of here. Get the f*** out of here. Get out of here. want me to take that thing away from you. Threatening behavior at the computer inside your neighborhood library and at the Cooper residence. I'm a combat vet. And if you want me to bring my god or to you, you son of a I will. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. All right, did he just, I think he just yelled, I'm a, I'm a combat vet. Yep. If you want me to bring my goddamn war to you, I will. <laughs> I'm, if you back it up, I'm almost positive that's what he said. Vet. And if you want me I'm to really... bring my goddamn war to you, you son of a I will. Yes. And you won't like it. <laughs> you won't blank and like it. Oh, and that you know that dad is just so ashamed of his son at this point that he is just taking his anger out on the reporter. All right, let me ask you: At what point, as a parent, do you give up on your kid? When you find him running one in the uh, library, I think that's a good time to say, "All right, kid, get out of my house." Is that enough? No, no, don't kick him out. No, please I, stop. I think. I would partly take the blame for that because for some reason he didn't feel he no, could do that at it's home. It's not your fault. You know not what I mean? Fault. I honestly, that's what I would do. I would be like, I'm sorry that you don't feel comfortable enough to be with yourself in my home. I will buy you a computer and we'll put it in your closet. <laughs> Still, the mom is my favorite part of this whole thing because you know how much fighting goes on there all the time and she just can't stand it no more. All right, boys, when do you give up on your kid? Is this enough for you to say, I can't deal with you anymore? You're gonna... Is it this or is it murder? I think I think this can lead to something murder-esque, and you just cut it off right now. All right, this or let's say your, your son has a girlfriend who gets brutally raped and he goes out as a vigilante and kills everybody else. Oh, you, you, uh, don't, you don't give up on him then. He was doing something where he thought it was right. He wasn't running one. I don't know. Maybe I would. He committed murder. Mm, he justifiable commit- homicide. I don't know about that. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. What if he had a family and he stole bread to feed them? Would you give up on him then? Hmm? Hmm? This is Temple of the Dog. <laughs> That's all. I'm just really... uh. I'm really worried about this kid. I wonder if he has a future. Oh, no. His future is cooked. He uh, He's not going to get a job around there anymore. He's not going to... No one's going to hire the, uh, no. the library batch. No, no. <laughs> they oh, would, come on, guys. And this is one of those where I think you have to move. Like, you are on the news. Please. You are on the news because your 23, un, 23-year-old unemployed son is taking care of himself at the public library. Just the, and you know these people, they couldn't st- uh, stand not watching it that night. you know. So they're sitting in front of the TV, watching the story go on, just getting more and more pissed. All right, here's the thing. I think this family, all bidding aside, mm-hmm. has done this kid a disservice. I think society has done this kid a disservice. And I'll tell you why. You cannot stand by your kid if he gets busted on this. Mm-mm. You cannot do it. You cannot go yelling at reporters because of... And then I see that even the son like starts hopping in. Yeah, like he's, it's he's, him and dad versus the reporter. And dad doesn't want him to get in it either because he's like, you are just as guilty. You know? But the dad is trying to just fight for some kind of honor for his family, even though the honor has just been uh, dumped at the library. All right, I'll tell you this. We're like spray. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this. I saw this article today. 
this guy wrote this fascinating little uh, op-ed about how the problem with businesses nowadays is what happened with America's approach to education. It started like in the early 70s, where all of a sudden there's this, what he calls an arrogance of ignorance. Across, like across the U.S., we're, we're proud to be ignorant. Like in places like, uh, what does he say here? Like in Germany, mm-hmm. uh, they have vocational education. It's rigorous. It's honorable. They produce highly qualified workers and tradesmen. But here in the U.S., people actually boast about their inability to deal with anything mechanical. I, I make enough money. I, I make enough money so that someone else can you know, change my oil. It's true. Um, I I totally agree. I always thought that you know I should know a little bit about everything, just to kind of get by if I need to. And I see a lot of people out there who get a flat tire and they have to wait four hours for AAA for AAA to show up when it could just take fifteen twenty minutes of you getting your hands dirty. He goes across the United States. Conventional education standards were tossed out the window, replaced with feel good theories like whole language learning and emphasize personal fulfillment over the accumula- uh, accumulation of hard knowledge. So it's more about feeling good as opposed to knowing stuff. And he says, as a result, we have two generations of men and women who expect gold stars not for succeeding, but for simply trying and sometimes merely showing up. Uh, he goes on to say, in, Brit- in Great Britain, primary schools can name all of the monarchs of England, how many American children can name the capital of their own state? Nah. I've, ne- I, I've never tried to uh, really go through and name the capital of every state. I guarantee I can't do it. I did it once. I actually I got 50 for 50. It was a test. You went like in a third grade or something. You want a test? It's very difficult to do, and you, it, it sounds easy. Just sit there with nothing else but a pen and paper. Try to write down the 50 states. You always forget a couple, and you can never... Get them in your mind. It's difficult as hell. Why don't we have Chunks do that for the rest of uh, this hour? Just sit there quietly trying to write them down. Chunks or Napier? Who do you think would do best? How about Bo- we see who does best? Okay, and we count up who, uh, how many got. All right, get in here, grab a sheet of paper, get into the main studio, Milton Napier, our intern. And I want you and Chunks to write down, see if you can get the 50 states. It's difficult. I've tried it before, and then I always forget a couple of them. I'm like, oh, yeah. And I don't want to give any out because I don't want to. And then here, here's another one, too, just real fast. The arrogance of ignorance when it comes to America, according mm-hmm. to this guy, Mark Gottlieb. He says, in Indian, the study of mathematics is practically, practically a religion. Study math so hardcore, but he goes, in the United States, how many retail clerks can make change without relying on a calculator? And just stop and think about that anytime you've been into a convenience store mm-hmm. or fast food or you go over to a uh, you know a department store at the mall, and without ringing it up on that cash register or a calculator, people are lost. How is any of this important? Taylor Hicks won American Idol last night, <laughs> and uh, that's all we need. There Thank you very li- much. Therein lies the problem. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Yeah. Thursday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Would you agree with the following statement? That as a result of the whole language learning and emphasized personal fulfillment over the accumulation of hard knowledge, 
that companies here in America are in trouble, i.e., uh, as a result, two generations of men and women who expect gold stars for not for succeeding, but for simply trying and sometimes merely showing up. Oh, yeah, there's always a participation award. That we obviously were all falling back. And then one of the big things, too, they said here is in Great Britain, even primary school students can name all of the monarchs in England. How many American children can name the capital of their own state? I dub said you had a you had a tough time naming all 50 states. Yeah, all 50 states. If you just sit down with a piece of paper, no map or anything, and just try to name off the 50 states, it's actually all right. semi-difficult. Boys, time. We're doing a little test here between Chunks and Milton Napier. You guys had about eight minutes there. I thought we had to the end of the hour. No, you had eight minutes. Eight minutes is enough time to throw down 50 states. It's 50 words that uh, you've heard many, many times. All right, how many do you have? So far. Chunks? Uh, well, I mean, I could have got them all, but 37. You only had 37 in eight minutes? Yeah, well, I got, I had a pattern going, but I had to leave the room for a second. Oh, uh, to produce? Well, I'm, so I'm not complaining, man, I'm just saying. I kinda... Are you getting mouthy with me? No, I'm not getting mouthy, I'm just saying. Napier, how many did you get? 23. God! All right, do we want to give class a little extra time? Yeah, we'll give them until uh, the end of this break, which will, won't will be a whole hell of a lot of time, but you guys All have right, time. you got two and a half more minutes, and it started five seconds ago. Matt Chunk. has 31. He just started Chunk's a few got, months ago. The, the pressure of the Jeopardy music got to him. He had to throw his headphones off. I didn't realize that naming off 50 states was such a hard thing. It doesn't seem that difficult, but actually, you always forget a couple. I've never heard of someone only getting 26, though. By the way, we'll need those in alphabetical order mm-hmm. so it can make it easier. <laughs> if you could re uh, rewrite those in alphabetical order, that'd be great. Or uh, buy square footage of how big the state is. Either or. You pick what's easiest. Just Let's just put them in number of representatives, mm-hmm. descending order. So I think that could work out for you really well. Make a spreadsheet. And you have 90 seconds. Do you think they're going to be able to pull it off at all? Uh, no. Uh, I don't think so. I, don't really... I mean, that's that's over 10 minutes, which should be plenty of time. Now, whose fault is this, though? Is it the parents' fault? The kids' fault? <sighs> Educational I, system's fault? I think fault? it's a little bit of all. You know, a, a little bit of uh, the parents not caring if the uh, kid does his homework when he's at home. The, the school not testing well and the kid not caring. Here's what we have. Here's what's always, I think, kind of funny, too. We have this whole immigration debate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And how we're upset about these illegals raiding our country. That's what I blame it on, actually. They're taking over everything. And here we have two young 20-something white men in college one, or graduated. Yeah, one a college graduate. And they're having a dickens of a time. We're down to 45 seconds. I haven't seen Chunks right anymore. I think he's I stuck. I would have had it. I think he's stuck on 30 seconds. We've had all 50. Oh, you moron! I'm guaranteeing there's. I would have had all 52. What's wrong, Chunks? Next period, we're doing timed uh, multiplication tests. Verbalize. What's up, Chunks? You can't get it. <laughs> Are you actually at it? You're done. Are you tapping? You can't finish it? Sure, why not? Yeah, I'm done. You got 15 <laughs> seconds. Don't quit. It's right. I've never known you to be a quitter. All right, let's go to Louie. Don't Lu- forget Bolivia. Let's go to Louie in the 407. What's up, Louie? I forget North Dakota, South Dakota. Anyhow, um, 
I, I think that the, the way they're going now with the FCATs, and my wife would kill me for saying this, mm-hmm. is a plus. Because when I went through high school in the 70s, I was self-motivated. I went to college. I did okay. But I had guys from the hood that were busted into my school that they went to high school and they couldn't read. And it wasn't their fault. They were just passed. Since the second grade, nobody said, no, you've got to learn the material. Right. And, and the FCAT saying, you won't go forward if you can pass this basic test. And, you know, regretfully, a lot of people say for, I guess, the more advanced kids, it's like realization. But I saw a comment by, I think, Mike Thomas in the local paper says, yeah, but for the kids that can never read, it's a step up. I, I think on one hand you're right. It does bring it up. The problem, though, at least uh, in the grand scheme of things, thank you, Louie, is the fact that you have, you know, kids not learning how to learn. You want to learn how to learn, not as learn opposed how to, to test. You know, as opposed to memorization. Because I'm sure these boys, at some point in their geography classes, like I could, could list it off. But I was memorizing. I wasn't learning. Yeah, you don't you don't know anything about the state, so you don't really care. You just want to pass that test. Joe in the 347 here in the hideout. What's up, Joe? Yeah, what I've found in the workforce, I've been in manufacturing all my life, and uh, I'm from Michigan too, mm-hmm. but uh, people actually try to screw things up. <laughs> they build nest eggs. In my uh, previous job, they'll make a little nest egg so that no one knows how to fix it but them. And, uh, yeah, well, ah. that, that's the engine, radio engineer way of working. Right. Uh, any place I've been to. Uh, they always set up a system where they know how it works and no one else does. So they are, you know, they are needed then. All right, boys, enough time. I'm going to rattle them off, and I want you to, if you if you got it, just say I. Okay? If you forgot it, let Do us know. Do you want to get their numbers of how many they got first? Are we going to check for accuracy? What do you mean accuracy? Yes, we're checking for accuracy. What, what do you mean check for accuracy, Milton? No Puerto Rico, idiot. <laughs> What do you mean? That's what we're doing right now. We're grading you. All right. I want you to mark it off. Let me know if you had it or not, okay? Alabama. Had it. Yeah. Alaska. Yeah. Had it. Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> Chunks, you forgot Arizona? I think it's on there somewhere. It's going... How many did you get all together? All right, here we go. Hold on. i got to move on. I can't wait for you guys. All right. Arkansas. Yeah. No? Um. <laughs> you gotta be, it's all crazy, man. There's like. What do you mean it's all crazy? It's a state. It can't yeah. be that crazy. Well, you gotta, like, look on the thing to make sure you got it. I That's why I wanted them in alphabetical order. Yeah, I forgot that one. California. Yeah. Got it. Um. Let's see here. Colorado. Yeah. Yes. Connecticut. Yep. No. Del- no. Delaware. Yeah. No. Florida. Yes. Yeah. Georgia. Yes. Yeah. Hawaii. Yes. Yeah. Idaho. Yes. Yep. Illinois. Yes. Indiana. Yes. No. Uh, Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Kansas. Yep. Kentucky. No. <laughs> Just forgetting I, about middle America. I forgot America. about Kansas. Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky. No. Yes. No Kentucky? No Bluegrass got, State? I guess you guys don't follow college basketball, because that's what I would have done immediately. Yeah, these were like a big, yeah, Illinois that they forgot. Uh, what other ones? Indiana, Kansas, yeah. Kentucky, Louisiana. Yes. Maine. Yeah. No. Maryland. Is. <laughs> Please. No. That's not even, shouldn't be considered a Shut state. up. Massachusetts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota. 
No. <laughs> no such thing as the Timberwolves. Mm -mm. Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. Missouri. Yeah. Montana. Yes. Nebraska. Nope. No. <laughs> Christ. I'm telling you, one of the big things to do is just go by college foot, by college sports. Yeah. It's funny because you're naming all these states, and I could tell you now, but I couldn't think of them before. Well, of course you could tell you now because you just said them. What are you going to do, confirm it's a state? I of would course it is. I would hope you recognize the name <laughs> of the states of the union. No, oh. but I can, like, Shut it, Milton. It. I don't care. Nevada. Yeah. yeah. New Hampshire. Yeah. No. New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Please. New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. New York. Yeah. North Carolina. Yep. Yeah. North Dakota. Yeah. No. Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma. Yep. No. Can you these believe are, these yeah, guys? Not college. I know it's uh, Oklahoma City. What? For Oklahoma. You know Oklahoma? Did you write down Oklahoma City? I didn't think of it earlier. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're saying. You've lost now, me. Now that you brought up Oklahoma, he feels he needs to bring up uh, Oklahoma City. Like it's relevant. And he Nor told you after he says after you say it, he remembers it. Norman, Tulsa, <laughs> Oregon, yeah. yeah, Pennsylvania, yeah, no. Rhode Island, yes, no, South Carolina, yeah, no. South Dakota, yes, no. Tennessee, no, yeah. <laughs> I left out all the Hick states. Oh wait, I'm crossing one out. What? Texas. Texas. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't get that one. Utah. No. Yeah. Vermont. Yeah. Yeah. Virginia? Yes. Uh, Washington? Yeah. Yep. West Virginia? Yeah. No. Wisconsin? Yeah. No. And Wyoming? All right, count up the total. Did you guys get Wyoming? <sighs> Let's see it on here. Jose, in the 386, you're in the hideout. You guys are morons. Oh, my God, I'm so ashamed. <laughs> this is the backbone of the hideout. Go ahead, mm -hmm. Jose. Oh, you're on, bro. All right, yeah. you, you got to turn your radio down. Uh, you put that up as an A call, Matt. Uh, he turned down his radio when I asked him when he was uh, t when I was talking to him, but he turned it back up like an idiot. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I used to make long lists of guys I had crushes on. All right, it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I am disappointed in this educational system. Perfect. How many states did you get, Napier? I got thirty. 33, but I did names and capitals, so... Oh, you're such a moron. You said he had 32 during the commercial. Mm -hmm. well, well, yeah, well, I have 32, or 33 states. Chunks? Well, I might have the capital for it. <laughs> even though that's not what we were doing. And Chunks, how many did you get? 37. All right, so you're only able to get five more states, and he also got capitals, too? Yeah. I never really cared much for the states. Oh, my. <laughs> Brandon, uh, in the 407, you're in the hideout. What's up, Brandon? Hey, what's up, guys? Go ahead, buddy. Hey, I just want to comment on uh, Chunks and Napier. That, I mean, eight minutes, and they could barely name, what, 30 states? By the time I finished fifth grade, my class would learn to do 50 states and all 50 capitals. Good for you, ass. All right, no, come, why are you going to run him By down? By finished fifth grade. <laughs> uh, why would you oh, run him? Yes, repeating what he said. What's the point uh, of running him down, Chunks? Because he calls up, oh, I could name him in fifth grade. Good for you. <laughs> we could have named him in fifth grade. We're the ones who are eating paste and crapping their pants in class. That's yeah. true. That's, um, that, that's that our producing. The, that's these two idiots. Yeah, moron. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he's bright. Yeah, because I might have failed here. There's not something else I'm actually pretty good at. Which is? <laughs> Nothing. 
What are you? What? I, obviously, debate. Obviously, you were stellar at speech and debate. Go ahead. Give him more of a piece of your mind, Trump. No, that's cool. No, no let I'm Brandon. A, I'm an idiot. I'm a moron. He's right. Let Brandon have yeah, it. Shoot glue. Because I was that dumb. I don't really? need to let Brandon have it, dude. Because I was eating glue in the back, dude. Like, he's the brightest. What's the problem? Nothing, man. You are in a bad mood. You've been in a bad mood since before the show. No, no I'm not in a bad mood. I'm just thinking. I'm thinking about it. Just thinking, man. Just say it. Burrs, bees, Pythagorean theorem, Encore Watt. Bobby Hill in the 215, you're in the hideout. What's up, Bobby? Oh, hey, Ponch. Go ahead. I love you, buddy. Shot it. What do you want? <laughs> hey, I just want to mention the fact that if, you know, you try to ask President Bush the states, uh, he would definitely not be able to name them all. All right, now, is that something to brag on again? That's the arrogance of ignorance here in America that mm-hmm. we have. So well, he's, he's the runner, so, you know, I mean, he's he's in charge of the education. No child left behind. Yeah, so. he is the, uh, the, the decider. He can decide which states he wants to leave off. Mm-hmm. I decided not to uh, mention those ones. All right, you know what? Right, I'm going to go ahead and tell Chunks what I found out earlier. Yeah, because he's been moping. And we told him, please don't mope. Don't bring the energy of the show down. And that's exactly what's happened. Mm-hmm. Him, in here, him in here sitting here Oof. pouting. Oof. Ooh, with a scowl on that dog face. <laughs> First commando in the 407. What's up, bro? Hey. Napier and Trunks should do the same thing, but they should name presidents of the United States. All right, but how about presidents next? How many presidents do you think you could get? I want to quiz you boys all night. Just so you have to sit in your shame. All right, Dubs. Automatically going for the music. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm going to do. Peaches. I want to break early. Because i got to tell you this story that I've heard about Chunks. Okay. And my, why we haven't been able to get stuff done around here? From the assistant program director that I got. What's on your mind right now? Who am I? Yeah. Nothing, man. You I'm got... looking at you. I'm talking to you. I'm not, you not... just staring into space? Do good radio. Tell us what's on your mind. Just waiting to hear how I'm um, just a big dumb moron. <laughs> and an idiot. Can't wait to hear it. My arms hurt a little bit, too. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. You better pick up the energy. This is actually part of the problem that mm-hmm. I've been told. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Thursday night, it's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. What a, what a stupid band. <laughs> Presidents of the United States of America. Uh, Matt told me you can get 31 out of the presidents. All right, Dubs, on this Thursday night, I, uh, I want to talk about Lost last night. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I know the. I think all of us are now watching it. I'm mm-hmm. kind of. I'm not as dedicated to it every week. I'll kind of catch it when I can. So last night to me didn't seem. It was e- huge. Extraordinary, but everyone's telling me it was great. So we'll talk about that in just a second. First, though, I do want to get out. I want to tell this story. I had lunch with our assistant program director, Dan Stone, mm-hmm. and it was very good lunch. Uh, Mexican food, by the way. Oh very, wow! Very good buffet, over here in uh, Winter Park. And so we're on our way back, and he goes, oh, I just wanted to let you know something. Now, I haven't gone to our promotions meetings here at Real Radio in a while because they're pointless. And it's not the promotion staff's fault. It's just we can't get the third floor to show up. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he goes, you may want to do something. Like I, 
I have a feeling maybe part of the reason why things aren't getting done is because Chunks isn't really selling the ideas. For example, we had this idea of this hideout television commercial thing. It looks like it's going to happen. looks like we got a badass prize. I've already gotten emails from a few people who are uh, almost done with a couple of them. And sponsors. And so it looks like this thing could happen. He goes, but part of the problem. And then he starts doing a Chunks impression. Well, I don't want to uh, bother you. Uh, and I'm sorry to impose on your time. Uh, but here's the idea that we were throwing around. Uh, and he goes, it took five minutes. He goes, it took him five minutes to spit out what this hideout television commercial thing is. Then he goes, the problem is that he's not very good at speaking. <laughs> Perfect uh, job for you to be in chunks. He's not a great orator, and he's not a good closer. He's not a good seller. He goes, when you have the other shows, Burke Show, um, you know, The File, Monsters, they walk in there, they're confident, they're not, you know, you let salespeople do it, they'll walk all over you. Mm-hmm. He goes, they walk in, they say, here's the idea, here's we want, when we want to do it by. What can we do? Let's work. Let's go, people. Chunks, it's a, hey, if it's not too much of a problem, uh, I have to go feed my, uh, my turtles, Cup and Link. And and my dog butt kiss. <laughs> hey, butt kiss. And and he Dan even said, hey, you talk like a whore. You're gonna be treated like a whore. Dan even said he goes chunks works really hard. But I don't know if him speaking on your behalf in those promo meetings are helping. It could be hurting because he's not getting across the ideas. You do. You you, you sell it like you're trying to marry Adrian. I was wondering if uh, you wouldn't mind me marrying you much. Oh, oh. You're a beautiful ghost. You have pretty things. Hey, I did. Do you think Polly would like this watch? I don't mean to bother you. Oh. Sorry if it's an inconvenience, sir. All right, Chunks. This is you in a promo meeting. Is that the way you're talking? Yeah, that's exactly how I do it. Just like that. Because they listen. They don't listen at all. You go in there aggressive, you go in there whatever, but, you know. Fine. Have you ever gone there aggressive? I yeah. I know what he means. I've, I've always told... I've I've a few told... times, and it doesn't work either way. So now I'm just like, I, I give it the tone, you guys aren't listening. And am I wrong? Are they? I've been calling people all day to try and get this party ready. But Is this no, the real Dan Stone? Happen. All right, here's Dan. Dan. Hey. Hey, Dan, how you doing? <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, did, now, did, was I was I exaggerating what you said? Can, well, I, can I hear the Chunks impression? Well, here's the thing. There were some other parts to the conversation that you're leaving out, and I, and I just... I, I don't I don't want him to think that like I was it was just like me mowing it oh, down. Oh man, it's cool, dude. I understand. No, because he said you work very hard. That's um, right, yeah. but I understand. But he says you're you're a pushover and you're not great at what was it selling? Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah. Well, that's I think that's yeah. I think. Well, that, I tell you what, Dan. I'm sorry. I might be stepping oh. over the line here. But when you got a third floor filled with morons, ah, yeah, 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 what? I'm gonna dump that. What? 
Uh, you guys yeah. push. You guys keep pushing. This is what you want. This is the chunks that you want right here. I've been yeah. pushed all day and been shot with rubber bands. You tell me to hold back. You can't go up to a dog and say, dog, I'm about to hit you. Don't get pissed. Don't wag your tail. Look happy. It ain't going to happen. The dog's going to start smelling if it's you get pissed off. I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. Damn. You want me to go in there with the way we, the respect that we deserve? It's not going to be pretty. And it's just going to be a pain in your ass when they come up to you bitching, saying I'm a loose cannon. That's going to be the problem. Is this the way you want me to go? Hold on a second. Wait, no, no, you guys want to Calm down. 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 I guess I'm, I'm just looking for like a happy medium somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you don't have to go to extreme. We don't have to be extreme, bro. You can be. You don't have to go in there guns ablazing. That's no, not what no, he that's was saying. The thing. That's a little bit, you know, a, a, little bit more, a little bit more assertive, maybe, and just kind of get people. A little bit more excited about the project. And they, they now, come in, they, do they not talk. Stop. Hold on. Stop. Stop. No, 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 no. no. Oh, Stop man. talking. Hold on. I want you. I'm right now. I want you to calm down. I love Dan Stone. You're going to treat him with more respect than that. Oh come on! It's, I, I understand why he's getting upset. I mean, I, 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 he, he does. He's there like all the time. And and he works so hard. And it wasn't my intention at all to like throw him under the bus. That was that. That was. The I'm glad you did though. From my mind. You're right no. now, Dan, can I hear the impression? I'm dying here. I can't. Come on, man. <laughs> please, Sorry. please. Ahead, this is just. This is really becoming kind of. Yeah. Uncomfortable. All right, Dan. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate. You. We all love right. you. I'm sorry. Uh, Kisses. No, it's okay. What are you, you doing yelling like a maniac? You don't yell Look, at Dan Stone, I'm you not, moron. I'm not yelling. Yes, you did. I'm not yelling at him. That's why it is. I can't Here's the get thing. like this right now, man, because I, Hold I'm on. thinking and I'm not supposed to say what it is I want to say. Dan is on our side. Catherine is on our side. Erica, the promotions got us on our side. Dude, here's the thing. I, there can't, are, I can't get... There are other salespeople who are on our side. Say it. Go ahead. Shoot. No. Hey, no, you come aren't back. leaving. No. You aren't leaving. Stop it. Get him. back in there. Where do you have a segment to do? Where is he going? <laughs> I don't know. When did he become Bateman? What the hell? Stop acting crazy. Now he's throwing around chairs like he's Tommy. Get him in here. Get in here right now, Chunks. No, Napier, you're not. You stay out of it. <laughs> He'll punch you. <laughs> Wow, that was intense. A real man would have broke the chair, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> you feel better? Not really. All right, here's the thing. Dan wasn't throwing you under the bus. He was just saying, it, maybe it, we... May, maybe this is part of the problem. You can't take criticism on your uh, on your selling points. All I get is criticism all the time. Dude, <laughs> are you going to cry? No, I'm it, not going to cry. It almost sounded like you were about to cry. My voice is hurting now because I was shouting so much. Why were you shouting? I don't understand that. You guys don't understand what it is I have to... I can't, I can't even get into it. You're right. I've never done your job before. No, it's not... <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> yeah, I've never or done me either. Before. You're right. No, I'm I saying... I totally understand what you go through every day. I like that. Somehow we've never been producers. <laughs> Dude... Say it, we're on the radio. I can't do it, man. 
You can't do it. Do you think that you have been a bit of a pushover in the movies that you, I mean, in the promo meetings, that you need to be more assertive? If you want me to be. All right, let me hear how you pitch the promo, the uh, TV well, idea. There, I can't, I can't, I can't, Just yeah. say the way you pitch so, it. Hey, I want to hear got it. A great, we have a great idea. We did it last year uh, with audio. We have a visual version we're going to make. We have clips from our show, basically stuff like that. Say it! Go! We got clips from our show, uh, video clips. We have a way to put them on the internet. We want people to make a commercial, 30, 60 seconds. I'd say more than a video because heaven forbid we get a commercial. All right, do you realize you're talking to salespeople? And when you say this, they don't need to know the ins and outs of how we're going to do it. Yeah. You tell them. Say so we already have it all set up. Just uh, this is the idea. This is what we're doing. Here's what. Here's how it should be. We have footage. We can put it on the internet. It's a great selling opportunity. Your client gets internet exposure, and every time we play them, they get a mention. We need a big prize. What can we do? Instead, I heard it took five minutes for you to spit it out. Dude, it's not. Oh man! Say it. I want. I, you, I can't you, do that. Here, here's you're the good. problem. Here's you, the problem. I, we have to keep on saying "say it," and that's probably what the uh, the sales are. I tried saying it before, and you dumped. So I can't get into that. Well, I thought you were yelling at Dan, and I'm not going to no, allow that. I'm not yelling at Dan. It's not that. But you were raising your voice to him. I'm a little upset. I'm actually very, very upset, and angry. I'm just trying not to disrespect anyone. I shoot. I, <laughs> go ahead, shoot. We've we've heard me go through it before. Mm. You dumped it and you're gonna dump it again. I can't I can't say it. Say it. I, I I said it. I said it directly before I got dumped. That's why I can't say. That's what I mean, man. My dog. You guys are like say it, say it. But then you're gonna beat me if I do. And if I don't, I'm screwed. What the hell can I do? I I will not dump you. I did not. I thought there was a little too much hate, and I think I saved you. That's it's fine. It's, I would like you to say it somewhere in the middle. Not you yelling it. Say it what you want to say about the third floor. Be assertive. People uh, look a little dumbfounded sometimes when I talk, and they don't pay attention. They don't pay attention. They're sitting there scribbling. Uh, a couple people... Um, hold on. One person in particular didn't even know we were doing uh, the Local 6 interviews. Now, let me ask you. For a month. Let me ask you. Is it their fault that maybe you're not interesting when you talk? No, maybe there, you there, are not there's... good at holding court. I'm just saying, and then I'll let you respond. Maybe you're not good at holding court, so instead they scribble. You've been around those type of people before where maybe there's a good idea, but you just kind of drift away and start text messaging. We've been there. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, we've been there. Did I even, I tried, I even told you... How I tried selling the heretic cards. It's like, look, and as I said, I was like, those are free. Don't be selling them to the heretics. <laughs> I'm not, dude. I'm just saying. You got McDonald's, you got Burger King. One of them offers you a 10% discount. You're gonna go there. I was like, it's simple as that, guys. You gotta have clients that want to get on there. <sighs> Here's the problem. <laughs> I right, good. That was the signal. I've had enough of that music anyway. Tommy, your thoughts as the director of this show. I'd like to stay out of this as much as possible is my the first thought that comes to mind. Why? What, what, what scares you about this subject? Uh, it's just like the family fighting. It's it's like oh, I just come wanna... on, guys. I can't don't, believe... hit, don't hit the reporter. I can't believe he yelled at Dan. Yeah, that was amazing to me. You He's showed, such a nice guy. You showed balls to Dan, who is on our side. 
<laughs> Yet the other people, I'm sorry, I don't mean to bother you. I don't mean to interrupt. Maybe if you could, please, I'll show you how to fill out this form. Say it, dude. I'll let you say it. I'll mm-hmm. let you shoot. Can't do it, man. You gotta be respectful. No, you don't! It gotta be respectful. That's the problem. This whole segment, I'll tell you exactly what the problem is. This whole segment, we've wanted you to do something. Communicate. And you haven't. I don't know how to. At a happy <laughs> meeting. <laughs> Me, ugh. Me, big dum dum. <laughs> exactly. That's how I speak every day. There's In fact, I don't even speak. I usually just fart. If people ask me a question, I will fart kind of in their vicinity. Right at them means yes, tilted away means no. That's what that means. That's how I do it. Then you just have to explain to them. Give them the code, the Venezia code. I guess that's the problem then. I guess they just don't realize. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you yell at someone who's on our side. Make it a very uncomfortable workplace. The main reason why we're down here, Dan Stone. And you're going to yell at him so much so that I have to dump it? There's no happy medium with you. Are you Either you're the pushover, yes ambassador, no ambassador. Or you're a loose cannon. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I you want know, you to you, find a happy medium. What do you want me to do? Find I, a happy medium. I can't... <laughs> Before, I wasn't even raising my voice. You go, hey, you raising your voice to me? I gotta behave like a priest back there, other than the kid touching part. I can't do anything. Just gotta take it all the time. What do you expect to happen? You get timid. You have to control certain feelings of anger and hatred. Alright, this is very inside <laughs> behind the scenes, but anyone, anyone who loves radio or the inner workings of media, this is big. All right, you've already yelled at Dan Stone, Chunks. One of our bosses. Here's Wild Bill, the sales guy. Wild Bill. Hey, guys. I I thought I had... I wanted to call in. I just left the radio station. What's going on? Chunks, why don't you talk to Wild Bill, a representative of the third floor? Wild Bill, I'm going to tell you something. You got a lot of good ideas, but sometimes um, they sound a little crazy. Who has a lot of good ideas? You do, man. It's cool and all, man. I like what you hope. They sound crazy? No, man. One second, please. I'm just saying, dude, I appreciate you trying to help us out with the 666 party. But, uh, you know, Satan, uh, he doesn't need to give us interviews for the party. What does that even mean? He knows. He asked me if we wanted to talk to Satan the other day. And I'll tell you what, Bill, I'm sorry. I appreciate what you're doing, but I'm going to have to pass on that one. Don't really want to talk to him. Not really a good friend of mine. But you know what, man? I like you. You do a lot. You're very kind. You do a lot of good work. Satan was a friend of mine. Yes. No, I did not. Do what? Wild, <laughs> wild, wild Bill, Wild Bill, you've been in the promo meetings. Is tr- does Chunks have problems communicating in the promo meetings? Do you want me to be honest, or do you I, I want? I want what you think, man. I want down there. I want you to like it's wrestling. I want you. To, it's a shoot. You you know, speak from the heart. No, I don't think he does. To me, anyway, because I understand him. But, <laughs> you speak Chunks. But, um, no, I don't think he does at all. I mean, I think, how do I say this? (laughs) Just how you would normally say it without cursing. (laughs) No, the meetings go very good. I think 
that there needs to be, just in my opinion, okay, some kind of an agenda, a clear-cut freaking agenda. But the thing is, honestly, nobody in the in the promotions meeting has a clear-cut. How do I say this? The promotions director, okay, absolutely. The program directors, absolutely. The rest of it is a brainstorming session. It's just that. It's brainstorming. Um, here's the thing: if people are writing down in their tablets, man, they're not. Um, they're they, not. They're not. They're not not paying attention to you. Yeah, they're not doodling. They're, they're writing down what the hell you're saying. They're writing down what you're saying. Dude. Every grunt and groan That's of it. That's what I was doing today. I was not drawing cartoon characters. <laughs> Although, on, <laughs> on occasion, I've been known to do that. But I have—I was writing, I was taking notes, and I have the top of the pages dated. I will show you. I was writing down what you were saying. Wild Bill, Wild Bill, the sales guy. Let me ask you this: okay. What can Chunks do to make to be better in the promo meetings? Because obviously, he has some issue. Well. For starters, it would be nice to have, you know, some. I'm just trying to think of what time. It's it's morning. Bagels would be nice. All right, chunks. Why don't you bring in refreshments? Why don't you dig into your deep pocketbook and it's bring dinner. in food? Get us. I can't All right, even. thank you, Wild Bill. I can't Bill. do it. All I right. can't. I was going to say something, but I, I can't. No, go ahead and say it. What do you want to say? I was say? just going to say if uh, someone could manage to get us more ease, I might be able to afford a couple bagels every now and then. But huh? who knows? Calling them out, huh? That's where we fall falling to. Dude, I, I, he said it. I catch. You guys are asking me to two conflicting chunks here. Hmm. All right, I'm going to give you a chance. Hmm. Hold on a second. Ex-Con in the 870, you're in the hideout. What's up, bro? Hey, man. Uh, I, <laughs> first of all, man, props to Chunk, man. The dude is funny as shit. When y'all get him pissed like that. this... He's like the Don Vito on on Viva La Bam. He just starts mumbling off. Man, he should be like that in a promo meeting. That's I agree. I agree, ex-con. Even though we had to dump out, he says he loves when Chunks gets pissed. He's funny as ass, and that draws attention, without a doubt. All right, we gotta take a break. Chunks, I'm gonna come back, and we're gonna give you 90 seconds to say what you feel, unedited. <clears throat> All right. Sure. No, 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 no. Look at me. Don't be pissy. Do you realize that Dan brought this to my attention because he feels like it's a way that to help the show get better? To help the show get what we want? Not so you can be shouted at later about it? God, I apologize to Dan Stone. Man's a genius. He's a good guy. What? Nothing, man. He's cool. Cool cat. He's really nice. Calm. Speaks softly. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back. John in the 407, you're in the hideout. What's up, John? Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, I, I don't mean any disrespect by this, mm -hmm. but this is like your best best radio when Chumps is involved, and you need to incorporate him more in your show. I love him. We, we agree, but, but sometimes, like, uh, like if we bring something like this up off the air, we won't see him for the rest of the show. I, I said I had something that I wanted to mention to him during the show about this, and he was he's been pissy the whole time, the whole time. We love having him in here. We love doing this stuff. Here's what I think we ought to do. Every Wednesday before the promo meeting, he's gonna practice what he's gonna say. 
In the mirror. Then, there in there. No, in here. Okay. Then he's going to take a re- tape recorder in, and he's going to record on the mini disc his pitches during the promo meeting. Oh, I thought you were going to have a Millie Vanilli and try to <laughs> mouth back <laughs> to and, the tape. And then he will bring the tape in on Thursday evenings for us to review. We'll uh, compare what happened on uh, Wednesday when he practiced and then Thursday morning when he went to the meeting. Now, lucky us, we're going to get Chunks the loose cannon next. He's going to get 90 seconds to sound off. Uninterrupted, unabated. But... Know what Dan Stone said. Either, instead of being a pushover, hey, what can I do? I'm sorry to offend you. And instead of yelling and screaming and calling people morons, I need you to find a happy medium to communicate. Can you do that, itchy boy? (laughs) Sitting there scratching your neck? Working on it. Well, you're going to have to do it in the next three minutes. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Thursday night with the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Thank you to Dan Stone and Wild Bill, the sales mm-hmm. guy, for calling in on the last break. A little behind the scenes here in the radio world. Having our meetings on the air, I guess. Best place to have it. I just This all goes back to Chunks not being able to completely articulate. Not being a great communicator with the salespeople in like the we pro- hear. In the promotions meetings. Mm-hmm. Because we have ideas of stuff they want to get that we want to get done. And Dan thought it would be advantageous for the show to get Chunks to be better at selling it, better at closing the deal, you know, better at speaking, not in programming talk, but in sales talk. A lot of you guys are in sales. You know the difference. Whenever you're in, whenever you're in sales and you're, and you're in your building and, you know, sales as opposed to the IT people, it's different languages. And it's about trying to speak the language. It's about being a liaison. But Chunks got offended and started yelling at our APD, the assistant program director. I just, when it wasn't really attacking you, it was giving you pointers. Dude, I, I'm i going to let you say it. what you're going to say. Do we want any music or we just want to let them go? I say we do this dry. All right. A raw motion. Uh, here's the thing. I speak very well. All right, hold on a second. It's a hideout rule radio 104.1. This is something that all of you have always wanted to do. Vent your frustrations, your work frustrations. I speak very well. I want to say this ahead of time. If anyone's listening and they get upset, I'm simply repaying the respect to you that you have shown to us and our entire show. And the I hard leave work us we out of it. This is you. Thanks for the support. <laughs> this is, by the way, these are not necessarily the views of El Jefe, Dro, uh, J Dubs, Justin, the- Tommy Thomas, or Matt Matthew. They are, however, Jack Napier's and Chunks's. Jack Napier, our intern. The uh, uncertain... Oh, by the way, C-Lane either doesn't feel this. <laughs> Should I run a disclaimer before this? Yeah, go ahead and run a disclaimer. Living in a world with no sex, drugs, or rock and roll may work for you. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers. No, nope, that's not it. Considerably not the host. Not those of Clear Channel. By considerably different, I mean... Totally Maybe the callers. Different. It's management. If the word different gave you a chill... More advertisers. You need to change the channel right now. Real. Radio. Wow. Radio. 104.1. 104.1. All right, Chunks, so this is the last segment. I'm going to allow this. Uh, you can now speak for you. Oh, thank you. As I said before, uh, again, what I say, not meant as any disrespect, just simply um, giving the same respect to you as you give to us. Uh, it's not my fault in the promotions meetings. 
It is, uh, I'd say, the third floor, a uh, certain team leader. Certain team leader who uh, the rest of his staff seems to laugh and joke at, but yet he seemingly uh, doesn't really need know that because he seems to be in his own world. Doesn't listen to our show, doesn't know that we have bits that we haven't done for a year, yet otherwise, bits that we've been doing for the past month, doesn't realize as well. I realize American Idol is on it, it might be a tad more interesting, but hell, if you're going to uh, sell a radio show, you might want to listen to it, you know? You can't just uh, babble off statistics about something, you know, I know. You know you got live programming on, dude? From 7 to 11 p.m., and it's damn funny, too. Why don't you um, go to your clients with that attitude as opposed to saying, we got these crazy guys, and they're supporting the devil, and they're lighting crosses on fire. You know what? Why don't you take a listen to the show, and you might actually enjoy it. Hell, I think, Dubs, didn't you play a political clip earlier? Don't bring me into this. Heaven forbid, oh, my God, we said something intelligent. We didn't just tell fart jokes and uh, light cats on fire. And we haven't done that, but I'm sure that's what he's thinking we're doing. We're not bad people. We're good people and we're funny. And I would just like to let him know, and everyone else, you better straighten up and take care of us, or you will lose us. And we are going to be big. What, what are you talking no. about? That's it. Do you <laughs> guys want to really want? lose you? No. Speaking for you. Yeah, Hold you on a second. Speaking for all you of gotta us. You got to let me finish here. You said I got 90 seconds. So and I'm going to finish gone 90... the 90 seconds, damn it. This show's going to be big. Whether anyone else in Orlando likes it or not, whether the salespeople like it or not, you better get in right now on the ground floor. It's going to be too late. And that's that's basically the cut and paste of it. Get your act together. Take care of yourself. Is it cut and dry? No. Dude, seriously, <laughs> I'm getting real angry. And this is another thing. No support. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm doing wrong here, man. I'm trying to help out. And I'm putting my neck in the line. That's cool. I understand. I do not want to get you guys in trouble. But I'm trying to do stuff. The problem is he doesn't know what he's doing. He needs to get his act together. And, you know, I hate to say it, but you're the one that comes off nervous. When you got to ask right, simple time. questions. Time. No, hold on a second. No, Let you, me finish. This is the only time. time I have, Dubs. Please. It's time. See, this is it. I'm still angry. <laughs> do you want to put it in a fat man? No, man. Now, now, phew. you said what you had to say. That's that's the, the pace. And now, who knows what pace? We're I don't know about. what the pace is, and I don't know why you're saying you're gonna lose us. See, that's, I, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> what do you mean then? I'm just saying. For you, we're gonna lose you. Fine. What, whatever they want to do to me. I, I had to say what uh, needed to be said. You know, we need more respect, and it's gonna happen. And if you want me to be more assertive, it's coming. So you just wait till next week. We're gonna have a lot more productive of a time. Try to be what nice against that. Why does it work? Have, Why do we have to wait till next week? Because that's when the next uh, wonderful promo meeting is, which I'm sure only three uh, people will show up to and give a damn about. Listen to our ideas; they're good. And oh, if I give you an idea, don't steal it and give it to someone else and stamp it as your own. All right? Because uh, come up with something original yourself. Try selling something. Don't ask me to do it. Don't ask what I should tell you to say. All right. In a damn proposal. Time. time. You've got well over your 90 seconds. And now we're screwed. Why are we screwed? Because. <laughs> oh, no, wait, because no one's listening right now. I don't oh. want to come in smiling. How's the show going? Oh, it's going fantastic. We talked about Jesus Christ last night <laughs> and how everyone should go praise him. All right, fine, I'm done if you guys want. What you want? That's what it is. Sorry. You guys I kept pushing I, me. I didn't say anything. You guys kept saying what's going on in my mind. I'm 
Well, that's what happens, man. That's what happens when you push me a little too hard. And that's the truth of it, too. This, by the way, is real radio. Right here. You're getting it. This is real life right here, according to Trump. <laughs> Not me. I don't agree with any of the things mm -hmm. that were just said. Tommy gave me a wink like he's in on it. Mm -hmm. Like he wrote that for him. He stuttered a little bit. Let's <laughs> just listen to the show. Maybe they should do You know, they sell it. They're salespeople. Okay. People. You want to calm down? Sell it. I'm not trying to be an ass here. You know, I realize... I we, think you are. It may be difficult. This crazy think... kids just running around, pooping their the, pants. Skip down three sentences. That's the funny part. Oh, I can't say that. That has a name on it. <laughs> She's not that... Stop! Stop. <laughs> you proud of yourself? Not really, man. I didn't. I mean, it, you guys pushed. Right, George, came jo out. George in the 386 here in the hideout. What's up, George? Hey, I'm calling in to support Chunks. I think uh, what you guys are doing really sucks to him. And I'll explain to you why. Give me a moment. I don't want you to think I'm coming across like I want to beat up on J-Dubs and the rest of the crew, and Go I want to help poor Chunks. It's not like that. But you know what? A little while ago at the Clear Channel Pet Rally, whenever nobody wanted to mention the hideout, nobody gave you guys the support you wanted, you got all pissed off about it. Now you're getting no support from your sales guys. Chunks is the only one who wants to stand up and say, hey, you know what? We got a great show. I'll say it out loud. You want to fire me? Fire me. I don't care. And now you guys are giving them a hard thing. You guys are flip-flopping, man. What are you, George Bush? Um, actually, I think it was Kerry or Bush, but you're right. Here's the thing. I love Chunks. I cannot say that Chunk speaks for me. He's saying some stuff out there that... Ah, I... You know, whatever. Yeah, he does. Whatever. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Go for it. I try to play good guy, but whatever. Wholeheartedly, 100%. Hefe approve on Chunk's speech. See, J-Dubs still doesn't agree. J-Dubs is uh, not out on that limb with you guys. One of them said they hate Sadie Lou. And the Lions. And Cody. The new one. The new dog. You guys aren't being fair here. Chunks, do you feel better? Yeah. you got to realize, look, here's the thing. you got to play hardball. You were telling me an anecdote. You don't have to say which host. But one host maybe will get a little upset, and they'll worry about that host, right? Yes. You, however, they walk all over and don't care. Uh, they don't even pay attention. It's just like, um, do you think well, the it would, first one's up. Do you think it would help if you dressed better? Like maybe if you presented yourself more professionally? Wear a suit. You remember when you've been in there, man? I think we really are kind of the best dressed of the... Uh, All right, don't run down people personally. I'm not just saying that. You know, salespeople suit. you got a faded real radio shirt on. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's really the way you want to approach No, this is, I did not wear this shirt today. I wore the uh, Porno Dan anniversary. <laughs> oh, I see. Now, that's probably part of where the issue is. You feel better? You know what I'm going to do? I'll wear a crucifix next time and bring in a Bible with me. Right, that will help out. Let's take a break. Come back. Let's wrap it up with Chunks in the Chunks Fat Man Diary. All right? You really want me to read it? It's not going to have the same emotion and love. Yeah, sure it will. Disheartened now. Sad. I think, I think it'll make you feel better. It's a hideout. Chunks Fat Man Diary next on Real Radio 104.1. All right, Thursday night in the hideout. I didn't realize it was going to get this intense. Yeah, I wasn't uh, anticipating the anger. But I don't mind it. No, nah, not in the least. Gets my uh, feathers ruffled a little bit, and I enjoy that. Chunks letting loose. Mm-hmm. 
on the third floor. Ew. Yeah. I'm sure he's done that a couple times. Yeah, there's no telling what kind of markings he's left. Everywhere he goes, it looks like a slug's been there. All right, let me ask you. You think it'll be uncomfortable? You think that table get tossed around? Oh, I'm sure. I'm positive, actually. 100%. The problem is we've done this before, and it didn't really seem to matter. Mm-hmm. And it's not everybody. I think Chunks is right. It's not everybody. No. There are people who work hard for this show. But, uh, you know, sometimes you're just like, hey, it'd be nice if you checked it out. I mean, I've, I've even said that before right uh, right in the meeting. I, someone said, hey, how's the show going? I'm like, great, you should listen sometime. And that was like one of the like third month we were here or something. And I think that was the last promo meeting you went to. Most likely. Here's the thing that really kind of... This 666 party, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with it. I thought we were going to have an answer today. Yeah. Supposedly we got two I, places chomping at the bit. 666 is coming right up. Yeah, uh, what was it, two weeks from yesterday? It, no, it's a week from Tuesday. Oh, yeah, two weeks from then, two, uh, two days ago. Like, when we get back, because we're in mixtapes on Monday night... We'll have one week. One week to push the gig. Now, here's the funny thing about it. I already know what I want to do for the 666 party. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the content for the gig isn't the problem, but I, just uh, making sure everybody knows about it, knows where it's at, knows what's going on. I've done the... I've done the idea. I want to do a... First of all, I'd like to do a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. To me, that would be a lot of fun. On uh, 666. Yes. Halloween in June. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I wanted to do are stunts and bits and games surrounding the seven deadly sins. Oh, that'd be fun. I've got about three ideas already. And I think if we actually sat down and just talked amongst ourselves, the show would be ready to go. Oh, we would have it ready and uh, planned out in one day. Another idea that I had thrown out, too, possibly, Chunks, and I didn't tell you about this, maybe virtualpursuit.com hopping in on a little something. They had a... I ran into the owner of virtualpursuit.com at the gym. I mentioned it. And he seemed pretty open. But the thing is, we got to have answers as to whether or not we can progress with the two possibilities, and then, if not, we go to our plan C... And then go from there to bring you guys this, uh, what I think would be a badass live broadcast on 666 in the hideout. So anyway, that's we have all these ideas. The TV commercial idea, I want to bring back the Chunks Beatdown Beat Mix, but instead I want to leave it open for all of us. Mm-hmm. We've been here for more than a year now. We have plenty of drops from everybody. Yeah. I want to do the Beatdown Beat Mix, and what that is is you get drops from the show, the drops that we'll play all the time. Except for Tommy. Tommy doesn't have any. Shocker. Well, he's got one. And that's the only one. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. Actually, he's got three others hidden somewhere. And you put that to, like, music. And it's a lot of fun. And, you know, we can go from there. So, you know, these are all ideas that we want to roll out to you guys. But the problem is you come up with the idea, then you send them to the next place, and then that's where they stop and they die. And that's why Dan brought this up. Mm -hmm. Maybe, because you guys have such great ideas... Maybe we work on Chunks' delivery and ability to sell it. Let's see if we can convey them a little bit better and uh, get some more stuff happening. It's not, even if you are a great communicator, you can always be better. Exactly. Always. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll do the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Then we'll bring in the boys from Irrational who are here and got a gig Saturday night at the House of Blues. And they have a little proposal they'd like to kick out as well to one Matt Albert. We'll take a... (laughs) 
Now he's pissed. I just saw him go, oh, gross. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, here we go. It's a Thursday night with the hideout. I got to tell you what, dude. Hmm. Last 45 minutes to me is entertaining. I love the behind-the-scenes radio stuff. I know a lot of people like to hear things like, I'm not going to say fall apart, but you love to hear that drama. Yeah. Tommy, uh... Likes to stay out of them when they're happening on this show, but when it's another show, he loves it. You, I can tell you were enjoying it. You were just sitting back though, just like as a listener. Yes, I was like, uh, it's like I was listening to like uh, Don and Mike growing up or something, and them yelling about like the general manager or like whoever. I'm just like, ha, 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 that guy's an idiot, isn't he? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna stay out of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so chunks just went ape ass. I think my cover's blown. I was talking to a few people outside and uh, they. All knew who I was talking about. Yeah, I got a few oh, ideas. You yeah, you <laughs> you didn't really mask it. You didn't veil it. What? What are you talking? Considering there's one guy other than Wild Bill who works on the staff. Oh, damn! I forgot about that. Now, I want, in a second, we're going to bring in our buddies from Irrational, IrrationalBand.com. Garrett's probably my favorite. He's the uh, bass player. Uh, is he play? Yeah, I guess he is the bass that he plays. Mm -hmm. Backup vocals. He's a Hardcore heretic. I'm a, I hate losing them though, but the boys from Irrational are going to be leaving Central Florida. They have tremendous following, and they're going to be heading over to uh, L.A. I guess to get things going. But they got a wonderful. They got a uh, gig at the House of Blues this Saturday night. Doors at six, and we're going to chat it up with them. And they got a proposal for Matt Albert too, which I'm excited about. I'm definitely going to go see Irrational. We got a Rational Saturday night heretic. I'm just going to call them a heretic band because mm -hmm. we've got a, a couple of heretics in it. And then on Sunday night, Bong Swap Matt cover the sun and the um, extravaganza or whatever it is at the back booth. Emergenza. I Emergenza think. at back booth on Sunday night. So there's a lot going on as far as the uh, hideout music goes with Irrational and Cover the Sun. Uh, first, though, let's go ahead and do it. We've had a lot of chunks, but let's wrap it up. It is a Thursday, and people love these things. It's a page out of Chunks' past, the Chunks' Fat Man Diary. Now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. All right. Uh, some more happy fun times for my life. Uh, this one's dated December 13th. Uh, can't really read the year. Was it three days before your birthday? Actually, yeah, it happens to be. Um, it is, actually. But uh, <laughs> in this story, it was the day before Christmas vacation. Okay. And usually, we have our holiday concert on that day. I was in the band, and I played second trumpet. Second trumpet, by the way, is not so good. There's a first trumpet, which usually consists of five people, and then second trumpet, which is kind of all the rest. Oh, so this is like as far as A team, B team? Yes, So exactly. you're on the B team for the trumpet. Basically. The Christmas if they could see your lips in action now, they would, uh, they would put you right there in first seat. So you're a kid in middle school and you're blowing the trumpet. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, you know, I didn't even... All right, go ahead and get started. I didn't started. even think, oh, this is not going to be good. There's a lot of... All right. The Christmas concert was also the midway point of our performance year. If we perform well... We may have the chance to get moved up to first chair. I was in competition with Brad, who was my arch nemesis. He was much better looking, funnier, 
and played the trumpet a lot better than myself. However, he was inferior to me. <laughs> Wait, you just said he's better looking, uh, more talented, and funnier. How is he uh, inferior? Than everyone else, but not to me. The day before the competition, I lubed... Oh, Christ. I lubed up and cleaned all, the, all my valves in the trumpet. It's imperative, imperative to clean out all the valves... Or else it taints the sound. Well, oh, I'm well, sure it does. What was uh, in your valve? Uh, spit. It just got all gummed up. Yes. It's, all, it's gummed up. You have to put it in effort. I'm a dirty slut. <laughs> I let it sit overnight so that all the excess fluid would drain. Out of the trumpet. Out of the trumpet, yes. What else would I mean? The crappy thing was that I had to wear a tie as well. I was a little pudgy. And we couldn't find any neckties that would fit around my neck properly. So I had to wear a small clip-on tie. It was green, and unfortunately there was a small logo of Winnie the Pooh on the bottom of the tie. How old were you again? What, seventh, seventh grade? Yeah. Sixth grade. You know, when you can still kind of get away with it, but it looks creepy and you, you catch hell for it. Not in the seventh grade can you get away with a Winnie the Pooh type of kid. No. I knew that I was in for ridicule, but I didn't care. Playing the horn was my life's passion. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what? Go ahead. No need for comment. <laughs> Playing the horn was my life's passion. Uh, why did I repeat that? It just... It doesn't sound good when you when you look back at it now. We arrived to get ready for the recital later on that night. It's uh, slated to be in front of everyone's parents. And I was also given the opportunity of a solo about midway through the performance. Yeah. I unfortunately was also stuck standing next to Brad. Hey, Brad, I said. Good luck. Yeah, man. I take my trumpet out. Put it through the hole in the stall. <laughs> toot toot. I take my trumpet out and run my fingers over the knobs. <laughs> what the hell? So as to get a good sound. Oh. Oh. And grip. All of a sudden, Only seventh year old, seventh uh, grader that uh, sounds like Mr. Ed. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, Brad looked at me and he said, Hey, man, something wrong with your trumpet. What's that, I said. It's not right here. He pointed to his cheeks. He picked it up, grabbed it from me, dropping it on the floor, causing all of my valves to dent and my mouthpiece to get stuck in the trumpet. That's, it's, it's really called a ma it's, uh, mm -hmm. this is not, right, go ahead. Continue. this is not good at all. I was in panic. I couldn't play throughout the concert, but luckily was masked by the rest of the people in the band. Unfortunately, when my solo came up, I had to perform. I panicked. I stood up in the middle of the, of the recital and tried to tell a joke. Hey guys, why did the chicken go down the slide? Again, people looking rather, <coughs> rather scared, I became quite panicked and decided to make fun of 
Make fun of the one person that everyone made fun of. Wait, wait, wait what was the punchline to it? Huh? Why did the chicken go down the slide? I don't know, man. That's the whole point. I panicked. <laughs> I need to finish it. Instead of doing a solo, you're telling jokes like a stand-up comic. In, a, in the middle of a concert recital. Yeah. Winnie, Winnie the Pooh stuff? Earlier you were uh, Ronnie Dangerfield. I figured I would go after... Don't get no respect. What a hack comedian for my, is Winnie the Pooh. For my, next, uh, <laughs> for my next joke, I went to an old fallback. I looked at Tim Thompson and I said... Hey, look at that Tim Thompson. <laughs> He's a little slow on the uptake. What? Tim Thompson was a little slow on the uptake for... <laughs> he was in a wheelchair. And slightly retarded. Immediately, I got booed from the crowd. I was escorted out of the auditorium. And from then on, I was forced to play baritone for the rest of my band career. Oh, well. Bear stood on baritone. <laughs> I guess I'll never be in the London Symphony Orchestra now. Is baritone your code name on Craigslist.org? <laughs> never play there with bent knobs. <laughs> Dude, you know, the knobs can't get bent. I, so I, you, I can't even... So you got up, your, your trumpet was broken, and instead of... You screamed out something in a baritone. And you made fun of a kid in a wheelchair. Yeah, I mean, I panicked. You deserve the life that you have. What are you talking about? Deserve the life I have. I'm no actually, one... actually, I think the station's paying you too much. No wonder the third floor hates you. No. It was an easy. It's the first kid I saw. You know, I, I was. I didn't. I don't look at him as if he was in a wheelchair. I looked at him as an equal to me. But he's you know, bigger than you. He yeah, he's more important. Didn't you say he was retarded? Uh, slightly. Equals. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I, I just retarded. Back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, Thursday night in the Hideout. Uh, that's through you. I guess it's the CD release party tomorrow for these guys uh, at the uh, House of Blues. And our buddies in Irrational will be playing there as well. Um, J-Dubs, it's Saturday night out at the House of Blues. Doors at 6. Uh, let's chat it up with Irrational first. We've had the boys in before. I went and saw them open up for the Genitorturers, mm -hmm. and very, very, very good. I was thoroughly impressed, and then come to find out that a couple of the boys are actually big fans of the show, and that actually, you know, makes things even cooler while you're sitting there watching these guys, these talented guys do their thing on stage. And you boys are leaving town? Is that what this is all about? I guess, uh, Jason, what's what are you, what are you doing? Uh, well, I'm not really sure. I think Hollywood was kind of fun, and uh, we all decided to kind of pick up and go there, actually. Okay, so I, I guess last time, we haven't talked to you guys since November, December, I, I suppose? Right around yeah, there. Yeah, right As the band. I mean, I've, I've seen Garrett around at some things, too, and I guess one of the big things was you were going out to L.A. to test the waters? Yeah, I, I played for a band out there called... Uh, you know, the uh, the Idiots Club, actually. Oh, okay, so I didn't go so well, I suppose. <laughs> not, not <laughs> Dude, Hollywood is is like is pathetic. I I've under, I've always wondered. I've never been to. I've been to San Diego, mm -hmm. but I've heard that anyone who goes to Hollywood, if you're kind of a person who's already jaded to the world, and then you go to Hollywood, it's like to the nth degree. 
Yeah, that's well, why. I, that's there's why a I, lot of jaded people out there, you know. Yeah, well, it's it's like everything in high school uh, multiplied by a hundred, and actually taking serious like business decisions based on those kind of like. Right. Yeah. So why are you going out there then if it's such because, a like, well because there's nothing out there and they they think they can uh, maybe spark is, something. Is that part of the thing where you're thinking, hey, this is where it needs to happen? Well, there's there's they're like uh, I don't know all the bands out there are really talented. A lot of them from other countries. And there's like, uh, you know, there's producers, you know, 80 platinum selling producers. Right. 100 studios that are all pretty serious, you know. So it's, it's a pretty dense population for music. All right, so this is the next step then for Irrational, because you guys have, like, you know, essentially conquered Central Florida. You've played all the big venues. You've opened up for some big bands. You've you done did. your own thing. You've got so a good following going. You know, and so now it's time to, you know, go out there and see what you can do in L.A.? Yeah, that's the plan, anyway. How nervous are you? Let's talk to our boy Garrett, who's a good heretic. And he's always he's very shy. He maybe has the weakest handshake on earth. <laughs> but nah, come on. Now, Garrett, what are you are you nervous about picking up and leaving Central Florida for LA? I mean, I'm I'm sure you believe in the band. Yeah, it's a very good band, irrationalband.com, but. I mean, uh, how scared are you? Are you scared or no? Well, um, we're kind of like doing both coasts. Like some of us are going to stay here. We're, we're trying to uh, finish like our second album. We were planning to go do it out there, and now we're going to be like kind of back and forth. So that's what um, the new updated plan is. So it's going to be our farewell show, but we're still going to be in the area part time. <laughs> All right, so this so we're going to have a coming I, home show actually. So this my coastal group. So this is one of those kiss uh, goodbye, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. farewell tours. You guys are going to be yeah. around then. We're not going to lose you. Now you had an idea that you wanted because you got the show at the House of Blues coming up on Saturday night. What was the idea that you wanted to throw out there, Garrett? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if you guys uh, remembered, but the, the free throw shooting contest, mm-hmm. you, you know what happened? Okay, yeah, we never really brought this up on the air, but let's go ahead and uh, talk about it's this. A, it was a cover-up. Yeah, so apparently there was an issue. We did the free throw shooting contest for the trip to the Final Four mm-hmm. back in, I guess it was you know March. March. And Garrett, to our surprise, a bassist and irrational, very good free throw shooter. I mean, yeah, he was knocking them down. I guess you got all the way maybe to the semifinals. I suppose yeah, I, got, I got really far. It was you and another guy, and somehow Matt Albert and Jessica in promotions didn't know how to count to ten. Or they, they each had conflicting uh, numbers. You're yeah. only shooting 10 free throws. You know what I mean? It's 10 free throws. How hard could it be to keep up? It's not like there are even multiple baskets at different gyms. There's one basket downstairs here at the Clear Channel Compound, and they screwed up the score. Uh, what was It was said that you had more than him, according to Matt, or according it, to the other girl? Well, it came down to like the last free throw, and... Um, I guess uh, uh, Matt miscount like everyone, the majority of the people counted that I, I won, and we were actually celebrating. And then Matt reads back the, the scores and said it was a, a tie. And then we go through a big tie-breaking process, and I ended up uh, choking. And uh, and now I have a, a vendetta against Matt. He was my my favorite uh, on the on show. On the show? Yeah. Until this. Where he ended up screwing yeah. you on the free throw shooting Chunks kind of uh, bought me off, and, and we now, never really I, talked about it. I do remember that, Chunks. And here's the thing. First of all, I like Garrett. He's a good, mm-hmm. he's a good guy. He's a good heretic. I love the band Irrational um, after seeing them live. And 
it really bummed me out because I was also pulling for Garrett, too, to beat all these alpha male macho guys out there shooting baskets because Garrett isn't, he's not the dude you would think that would be good at basketball, just on mm-hmm. looks, just on <laughs> hairstyles. So the, all this drama went down, and you ended up probably essentially winning and getting screwed by Matt because he couldn't count. Yeah, and so, and so then we ended up buying you off. Chunks gave you a nice prize or something instead. Yeah, it was getting, I, I pretty much like withdrawal because the other athletes were uh, pressuring me at right. this point of the competition. To get out yeah. so we could finish it up? Yeah. Now, all right, so you essentially feel that Matt Albert owes you one. Yeah, I mean, I don't want him to think of it as a punishment. Cause, uh, well, you know, it's just kind of a make good. Yeah. Actually, it's an opportunity for him because I know he's going to the, the monster Cruise, Monster Cruise, he trying did. to get some girls. Exactly. And that's uh, one of the things that our band's uh, known for. And so, for well, him, between you and Jason, I mean, the whole band, all you guys are cute. What? <laughs> I mean, the hell is wrong with no, you? No, I mean, what a, whatever, you know. Yeah. So, well, say that yeah. as a straight guy who had a uh, colonoscopy last week. So my proposal <laughs> is uh, is to have uh, Matt uh, come out during the show uh, and introduce us in front of our audience. And okay, now that is very cool. That's not a punishment. Yeah, that's actually really cool. Matt goes to go out at the House of Blues big video CD release party. Uh, it's going to be near capacity right now. It's uh, pre-sold uh, like about 600 tickets already. Oh, nice. Uh, so through you's doing their CD release party. You guys uh, with Irrational doing your quote-unquote farewell show. Alright, so Matt gets introduced to the band. What's the punishment in that? Um, well, we have, uh, what we call our... Uh, our fans, the irrational bitches. Nice. We have uh, a. That's actually all girls. Uh, I don't know if you could trademark that. <laughs> I don't know if, you, if Matt could see this. Uh huh. But uh, it's a it's a girls tank top that says I'm an irrational bitch. I really and, I like it. I like the gimmick too. Nice. I think uh, he could introduce us wearing only this. <laughs> Any way he wants. <laughs> and I know he, I know he's a uh, large size, but these things only run in about mediums and smalls and girl sizes. <laughs> only that. Like, what does only that mean? Like, uh, no pants either? I guess, I guess he could wear, like, some, we have an irrational thong also. <laughs> I, I love how irrational has more swag than the hideout does. Christ, we got to get so with you we guys. Could, we could work it out, like, somehow. If I... All right, now, Matt, here's the thing. I was planning on going to the show anyway. I'm going to take my chick because uh, she's also a fan of Irrational, irrationalband.com, House of Blues, this Saturday night with Through You for their CD release party. Here, here. And I think it's a great way to make good for screwing Garrett, who I think would have won the free throw shooting contest had he not been, you know, screwed over by you who couldn't count. Uh. I would love to do it, but hmm. there is an issue. What is the issue? Period. A scheduling issue. I finally do have a date this Saturday. Sure. What? It's awesome. Whoa, 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 what? Why, why haven't we heard of this yet? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, what? I wanted to keep it hush-hush just in case it didn't work out. He's cute. All right, hold on. Right, go, go, go ahead, Garrett. Uh, what, what a uh, good first date. Uh, we'll get him VIP. All, I agree. All age. VIP. Uh, we I already have it all planned out, though. What, what's your plan? I want to know this. We're going to be watching UFC. It's you and Tommy. <laughs> no. It's you and Tommy. It's other people, too. All right, hold on a second. I want to know this mystery woman, something about it. Right, I'm sorry to over, you know, that this was going to overtake Irrational and through you, but... This is shocking news. I'd take her, but she doesn't like corporate rocks. So 
Shut up. You're such an ass. Who are you dating, Hooch? What a dick. You're I'm feeling a... like hardcore man. <laughs> you are Hooch then. Now, all right, I'm in shock. Who is this girl? I want all the details. You know how it you know worked out with jailbait and how mm -hmm. it ruined it. You know. I don't. I gotta. I gotta have something because Garrett has offered this. You owe Garrett. You actually do owe Garrett. And I. I felt awful when all that went down with the free throw shooting contest. So did I because I counted right and he, you know, didn't pass. So, tell me about this date. Uh, she's hot. <laughs> okay. She's about five three, a little muscly. Uh, she knows a, a lot about UFC, but that's it's Tommy. Tommy. No, it's not. not. It's, it's, no, it's not. The date is Tommy. It's uh, Kim Cahill. I, that's your alternative screen name. No, when you I like got to be it from her. I've known her for years. She was in high school with me. She just she went to UFC or UCF orientation. Here's the thing. He's in. Yeah. No, I'm not. You're in. No, I'm not. <laughs> This isn't good radio. You just saying no, you're not. You're in. You owe him. I can't be. I got a date. You don't have. A I date. have a date with who? Hoist Gracie. <laughs> Give me a legitimate person. Tommy. Matt Hughes. <laughs> Tommy, who is it? I don't know. He hasn't even told me. Okay, then it's not real. Okay, then it's not. I swear on Penelope's life that it's real. <laughs> Who's Penelope? My cat. <laughs> Back in Frederick, Maryland, the one that you abandoned to come down here and work for free? I love those damn cats. You were going to be at the Irrational Show in the I'm an Irrational Bitch uh, tank top I was and regular pants. Week. You're not getting laid yes, this I weekend. Am. How am I supposed to do this if I'm at some, you know, concert Dubs, with these guys? What's going on here? I don't know. I've uh, yet to figure it out, but I guarantee he doesn't have a date. Here, now, here, hold on. We'll get back to Irrational. We'll get back to Through You in a second. Here's what's odd. I have noticed him getting phone calls on his cell phone. <laughs> I also noticed last night when I got home or when I was going to bed after the Maverick game, which, by the way, they lost, broke my heart, that he was on the phone talking to someone. Now... Normally you think, hey, 21-year-old guy, whatever, no big deal. You're mm -hmm. on the phone talking to somebody, you know, 1 o'clock in the morning. The thing is, is that I didn't know he knew anyone other than us. And he would chat with us on IM. Yeah. He wouldn't waste his cell phone minutes, because he's such a cheap bastard, talking to us on the phone. So I've kind of noticed that he's been getting phone calls. I know his mama, back in Maryland, goes to bed at 8 o'clock at night, so it couldn't be her. And his other only other friend that he has in life, his name is Mute Rob. Who the doesn't guy, talk. The guy does not talk. He's the he's another twenty one year old black virgin. So he he could be telling the truth that he, there's a girl. But I say he takes her to the concert if he does. You can always TiVo the UFC. Oh, yeah. It's on pay-per-view. I can't. Yeah, you can. I'll buy it. I'm not buying it. I'm going out to a place to see it. We're going out. Mugshots? No. Mugshots? <laughs> so you are going to be at Mugshots on Saturday night. Why, you bastard? <laughs> it's going to be filled now. It was empty last time. Mugshots for UFC for free. And by the way, mark that in the dump log and tell them why you dumped it in the dump no. log. Mark it. Mark giving out free sales to people who aren't paying. <laughs> Mugshots? Yeah. Is that the place? We're going to be at the House of Blues. Right, I'm going to take a break and go talk to this ass. Mm -hmm.
Yes, chunks. Yeah, I was just thinking about how interesting the dump log is going to look tomorrow. It's going to have uh, calling out salespeople <laughs> and Did you write calling that out down? personal issues. I just wrote down uh, someone was named in the building. <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to take a break, and I'm going to get through this. I apologize to through you. CD release party at the House of Blues coming up Saturday night. Almost near capacity. Hurry up and get your tickets. And, of course, our buddies in Irrational, IrrationalBand.com, their quote-unquote farewell performance. Hey, regardless, I'm just glad you guys are performing. I saw you guys the first time down in Tampa. Uh, my chick's excited that we're going to be able to see you guys again coming up Saturday night, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, VIP for me, thank you. Uh, I'd like to be in the loge. Uh, I only go loge. All right, let's take a break. I'm going to chat with you during the break. What's the shh thing? I just saw a shh thing. I was talking to Napier. I didn't want to. I w- he was talking to me. So if you're not at the House of Blues, you and your date are going to be at Mugshots on not 436. Now. Not now. Watching UFC where it's free. I know a different place. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. It's a Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Irrational is here. They're our buddies. It's a Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Big show coming up at the House of Blues this Saturday night. I will be there in the loge. Don't bother me. But uh, also, too, it's the CD release party for a band through you, through you.com. I didn't even realize, Dubs. We'll, we'll start, chat with him more in a second. Okay. But through you, 13-year-old drummer. Wow. I thought this was somebody's little brother. Yeah, I thought he was just coming in here to hang out. This is the drummer for the band, dude. Christ. All right, and that's all at the House of Blues this Saturday night. I will be there. And dig him already. Garrett, through this whole kind of drama, uh, the basis for Irrational and a very good heretic, um, had a proposal for Matt Albert to introduce Irrational. Honor. Which, by the way, I know you wanted him in the you know the outfit. I'd love to introduce you guys still. I've introduced some bands before. Maybe you've heard of them. Fuel. <laughs> Shimmer. Right. Yes. And they went on hemorrhage and did hemorrhage. <laughs> uh, but the idea was to have Terrific. Matt introduce the band in their in their gear, which is the uh, I'm an irrational bitch tank top. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt. Drops a bombshell that he's busy Saturday night. By the way, this is the 21-year-old virgin. 6'5", 500-pound, 21-year-old black virgin. With graying hair and patchy baldness. So any date would be a shock to anybody. He says he has a date. Saturday night to watch UFC with Tommy Bateman and his date at Mugshots on 436. They're so pissed that I've announced where they're going to be because they were like, it's our little secret. No one goes there to watch UFC and it's free. No, it's not. So, apparently, I went back during the commercial break, and I'm like, dude, you owe Garrett. I think it's a great exposure for the show. you got to be there. you got to do this. you got to introduce Irrational Saturday night at the House of Blues. What do you say to that? I go, but I actually do have a date. What? Why won't he give us an info? I go, who is it? Her name's Rachel. What? I go, what's Joe Dirt doing in there? (laughs) (laughs) And I go, and I'm like, okay. She added me on MySpace. And I'm like, is this the girl you've been talking to? (laughs) Yes, this is the girl. Can we see her MySpace? Well, hold on a second. I guess we're going to do you one better. Rachel is on the phone. Oh. 
I am uh, look. I'm in shock. Honestly, <laughs> look at the kid. But I'm probably not, angry. I'm not. Yeah, right. It was a 13 year old. I'm not gonna run him down. <laughs> Matt's a good guy. You a virgin? Stay that way. Yeah. I don't even know. I'm sure this kid is, and I'm sure he's already gotten more than Matt has. <laughs> Everybody giggling like, yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here is. I'm expecting this to be a goof, but I see Tommy isn't on the phone back there. Not that he ever would be at any other what time. What are you talking about? Right. Mugshots. Uh, Rachel, you're in the hideout on Row Radio 104.1. Hello, Hefe. Dubs. My name is Rachel Bravlowski. Oh, you son of a bitch. This is Cicada. This... No, my name is Rachel. I'm Matt's special friend. We met on MySpace. He got me with this screen name Chunky Chocolate. I thought it was fabulous. <laughs> All right. Matt, Saturday night, you're going to be at the House of Blues. Saturday Absolutely. night. <laughs> what are you talking about, Sid? <laughs> Saturday night, you're going to be at the House of Blues introducing Irrational. Wait, who is this on the phone? My name is Rachel Bravlowski. You're such an a-hole. Your hot's Rachel. Ooh, I like it when you talk dirty. You dirty skank. I'm going to turn you inside out, baby. Do it to me harder. I'm going to knock the bottom out. Harder. Harder, baby. That's what you like. Oh, it. yeah. I'm going to choke you while I do it. I can't, can't handle this anymore. Cut it off. My big dark man me. All right. Sid. I got a drumstick for you, baby. Sid. Who? Sid Cada. I'll see if he's here. All right, see if Sid Kata is there, our old intern in D.C. Hello? <laughs> You're an idiot. You're such an a-hole. I hate you so much. Oh, is this Hefe and Dubs? Yeah. What a surprise. It's the hideout. <laughs> I had no idea you were on the other line. <sighs> I actually fell for it. I know, I, me too. I thought for two seconds I should have known when there was Rachel for proof that it was all wrong, that he wouldn't put her on there immediately. How are things going, Sid? Oh, pretty good. How much weight have you gained since we last saw you? I've actually been losing quite a bit. Well, then that's no fun. You're useless to us. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Sid. Glad to see you looking out for my health. All right, we're going to have to talk to you later. All right. Hey. Damn it. All right, you fat F. You're going to be at the House of Blues, and you're going to introduce Rational. Congratulations. You're not watching UFC. It's not going to happen. It'd be funnier if you did it in a thong. Yeah, I think he. I think now, thank you, 13-year-old drummer for uh, through you. I agree that I think you have to do it in the thong now. I'm going to hug him if I do. <laughs> I think you're the the No, no. no. I, I'm going to hide you in my thong. How about that? I think you hold him underneath. I'm going to carry you in my little undercarriage. Uh, There's nothing little about that. It's like a sand trap. All right, let's take a break and come back. You're going to be there. You owe Garrett and you owe the show, and it's good publicity to be out there at the House of Blues for the show. Do it. Yeah, he's there. Do it. Do it now. I can't believe I fell for it. Me too. Rachel Bovlowski. You a-hole. I should have known better. I should have known. That was always a fake name that Sid, our other intern, would call in as. And Rachel would just call in and talk about how hot Sid was. <laughs> it was just him saying how hot he was. But in that awful girl voice. I will right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk to 
irrational a little bit more. We'll get to know through you and their 13-year-old drummer. And it's all going down this Saturday night at the House of Blues. I will never believe you again. <laughs> I was... I. Almost thought for two seconds it was real. It is real. It's not. Re- it's yes. obviously not real. You're going to be at the House of Blues. She was in his house. Who? Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Enough of the bitten. <laughs> it's dumb. It's over. A <laughs> hole. They're I'll good s- friends. I'll see you Saturday night at the House of Blues. She it's went to his high school. The Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Irrationalband.com. ThroughYou.com, big show coming up this uh, Saturday night at the House of Blues. I will be there, and so will Matt. All right, people are sending me on the instant messenger. Ha, 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 you fell for that. It was such an obvious bit. He sold it well off the air, that's why. That's what it is. On the air, he's not that great. On the air, I wasn't believing it. But uh, when I went back and talked to Matt about whether or not it was true that he had a date and he couldn't make it to the show, he sold it perfectly. Mm Mm-hmm. And as it turns out, he doesn't have a date. Of course not. I don't know what I was thinking. You know what it was? It was a glimmer of hope. Because if he actually <laughs> got a date, then he would begin to turn his life around. Who knows? Maybe a job would be next. Uh, no, unfortunately not. So Irrational and their uh, quote-unquote uh, going away farewell show. And uh, those boys at the House of Blues. And then also Through You CD release party, throughyou.com. All right, let's talk to the 13-year-old drum. How old is everybody else in Through You? Uh, I'm sorry I didn't get any info on the band, but yeah, ages real fast, names? I'm Mike. I sing. I'm 22. All right, so 22-year-old Mike Singer. I'm Jeremy. I play bass. I'm 21. Um, I'm Mike. I play guitar, and I'm 18. I'm Billy. I play guitar, backup vocals, and I am 57. Okay. <laughs> and then we have... Times three. And then what's your name, little man? King. All right, King. King is 13, and he plays the drums. Now, uh, what's the sound for you guys? What do you guys got going on through you, through you.com? Go ahead, Mike. Uh, through you.com, we uh, just launched this website, finally got up. Took a long time. But uh, it's kind of the brainchild of uh, Jeremy and I's imagination. We wanted uh, we wanted the, the website to be something fun, you know, not just you go there and you got the normal things that bands usually have on a website. So what is it, like a game or something? Yeah, it's an adventure game, actually. And yep. uh, we just, you know, we just drew out the construct of what it would look like and had somebody build it, and it's pretty sweet. I mean, they have a quick navigation, so you can still go like, okay, I want to check tour or I want to check the merchandise or whatever. But uh, you can also play through it like a game and gain uh, information and collect different items and oh, look at this dubs again the band's getting all this stuff man they got you got through you Innovative. Dot, you got through you.com enter to win an iPod one iPod will be awarded each week during June July and August oh yeah yeah remind me to enter that yeah no kidding Christ almighty all right, Chunks, this is the kind of stuff you need to be going to irrationalband.com and through you.com all right why the 13 year old I'm fascinated with this is he really that good? Is he well, a prodigy? Yeah. A prodigy? <laughs> prodigy? prodigy? He, uh, Sorry. he really is that good. I mean, you, you can go there and, and see it for yourself for sure. There's a drum solo on this CD that you've gotten today, too, I mean, really? to check with. So, What track is that one? 
Uh, do you know uh, what track what is the drum should say on the back. Track it five, on I think. Back. Track yeah. five. I right, sure this time. Uh, why don't you check that out, Tommy? Just listen to it in queue, and we'll see how good this 13-year-old or, or is. It's, or it's track four, my mistake. So, and then uh, to answer your question, too, he's the little brother of Mike. Yeah, Arthur. we started playing our instruments together. All right. And so you're that good, huh? So you yeah. decided you're going to go ahead and quit he high hates school? Me saying that quit middle right school, I guess it is? Middle school? And you're going to just <laughs> go ahead and hit the road? Uh, yeah, hopefully soon. Uh, <laughs> he can't even talk. He's got braces. I mean, <laughs> it's so odd. Uh, I feel weird, but I kind of gotta know. Well, I'm no, no, no. It's not smart. Yeah, I don't think it's appropriate. <laughs> he, ask. Uh, no, I, he talks like on. a sailor. <laughs> he talks like. Yeah, I don't. That's why I'm afraid to ask, actually. <laughs> well, anyway, nonetheless, these boys, it's all going down. Well, I wish you best of luck. Thank Through you, you're not leaving us for L.A., are you? No way. Okay. No. You guys will be sticking around here. Now, I guess it's a lot of bands, though, right, coming up on Saturday night, right? Yeah. yeah. Five five total. Okay, five total bands and uh, Irrational. You guys... Uh, what time are you guys going on stage? Do you know? We go on at uh, around 11. Uh, through you is uh, going on around uh, 10, I think. 9.50. 9.50. All right, well, very good. Three opening bands. Okay, cool. Well, very cool. Well, irrationalband.com, throughyou.com. We wish you guys the best of luck. Matt will be there. Is there a problem, Matt? Does that actually conflict with your UFC? Uh, I think the main match starts at midnight, so I think I should be good. All right, so what? Uh, you go up. I'm here's the thing. I'm gonna go early. If you want to ride in a different car, to the House of Blues, and I'm gonna stick around and watch the show, mm-hmm. rational. And then you can make it all the way back for your big UFC party, and whatever you and Kim Cahill and Rachel Brovlowski and Tommy Bateman are gonna be doing at mugshots. Foursome. And, no, I'm bringing other people. And then go from there. All right, well, guys, best of luck. Do we have the drum solo? Do you hear it? Do, do you? Ha- do we have? It? I don't believe this is you. I want to see you play along, like Mimin. I have a, I have a new one coming up soon. Uh, it's on DVD. Oh, it's on a DVD? Yeah, you can watch it on the DVD. Oh, wow. All right, well, very impressive, boys. Well, good luck, guys. We'll see you Saturday night at the House of Blues through you, through you.com, CD release party, and, of course, our friends at Irrational, IrrationalBand.com. You guys don't be strangers, all right, boys? We'll see y'all soon. Thank you. So and we'll hide- see ourselves in the liner notes, please. Thank yeah, you. liner notes. Thank you. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Thursday night with the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. By the way, the links are up for the shows. Irrational Cover the Sun. Up on uh, hideoutheretics.net. Thank you to Nameless. Makes it happen real fast. Hideoutheretics.net. Go watch a lot of music over this weekend, Dubs. This extended holiday weekend. Might as well. I mean, uh, they, we haven't really had a three-day weekend in a while where we're taking in the local stuff. Now, let me, uh, Tommy Bateman, and also Matt and myself, and you were all watching Lost. What did you guys think of the final episode of the uh, season last night? Amazing. It was great, brother. Hello, brother. That wasn't it. You guys real big fans of uh, the British guy, whatever his name was? Uh, Desmond? Yes. Desmond, uh, I, in, they kind of leave that with a cliffhanger, too, of if you don't know if he's dead or not. I say yes. I think Desmond is definitely dead. Uh, Has to be. What happened in the hatch was uh, there the whole season, you're wondering if that uh, 
pressing the button was really necessary and if it was something that needed to be done. And uh, they just, 15, 16, And they finally decided to stop pressing the button, and they found out it was necessary. And uh, it, there was like an electromagnetic charge that built up, and typing the numbers and hitting execute would discharge that. But uh, you know, so it didn't build up too big. I have people that tell me stop talking about Lost. I haven't seen it yet. Too bad. Beat it. You better go watch you're, it now. Yeah, you're a little bit slow on the pull. Hmm. I like that. No, you don't. You and Rachel. So, I'll tell you this each time, too. I just don't think that Evangeline Lilly's that hot. You're no. insane. You're she crazy. is beautiful. Freckly face. Yeah, freckles. She's kind of homely, almost. And she looks a bit pudgy, too. What? I- I'm having soul brother Kevin tell me the vi- the uh, island is invisible. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think it's invisible at all. I think, uh, why Desmond? Because uh, the boat... There's a boat there, and the reason Desmond couldn't sail away was because every time he tried to sail away, his uh, stuff would start messing up on him, all of his uh, his uh, equipment, and it would tell him that he was going the wrong way because of the electromagnetic uh, waves going on. Yeah. Or whatever it was that this corporation is kicking out, or mm-hmm. supposedly. Well, there's an incident that uh, released this thing, and yeah, that's Ain't why. no incident. It's made by the corporation. They purposely had it there so that their people couldn't leave. Now, if you don't have the magnetic field and they can sail away, there's not an issue. They can use their compasses. Now they're not trapped on the island. And uh, we found out that that was the reason why the flight crashed as well. That was kind of cool. Then I haven't watched it completely. I've kind of been in and out. Yeah. Because there are more important things going on. No, there isn't. Like the captain. To catch a predator in the NBA playoffs? What? Hey, Tommy. Yeah. Did you hear they're uh, they're putting out some lost action figures? I'm going to get some. I'm going to have all of them. They're going to play with my uh, Patrick Bateman action figure. <laughs> I thought it was a doll. No, it's an action figure. How dare you? All right, now, I'm EJ from the U's pissed. What? Because he was the one who had it on DVR. Just well, Whatever. Just sitting there waiting. Why are you waiting? I don't wait one second. When I get home, I press play. He goes, I didn't tell you about the Mavs game. Well, of course The Mavs game was going on at the time. It was live. And I watched it as soon as I got home. EJ's going to be pissed when he finds out Jack dies. Yeah, that's a big part, too. (laughs) Now, what do you think about the whole Walt and the being reunited? I hate Walt. I hate Walt and I hate Michael. Yeah, I hate them both. I like Michael, sort of. Mm-mm, I hate Michael because he's so so damn selfish. And that, that's what. Uh, what's I have that, no problem with that. What's that uh, actor's name? Uh, oh, who cares? Harold Perrineau. Yeah, he was in Oz as well. He was the guy in the uh, wheelchair. Yeah. And I loved him in Oz. Hate him in here. That tells me that he's a great actor. Yeah. I cannot stand him in Lost. Here's what's kind of funny, though. Walt, you can already tell, and I haven't watched a whole lot of it. He's in that growth spurt. Mm-hmm. He probably shot up a good uh, 6 to 12 inches already. Voice beginning to change. Looks like a man mm-hmm. already. Just like in the season. And he's only supposed to have been gone for, what, like days? Yeah, like, uh, like a, a couple, couple weeks. Yeah, something. like a month maybe. And uh, now he's looking like Marvin Harrison. Exactly. Just old guy. Mm-hmm. So what do you think is going to happen next season then? I heard they're going to focus a lot on the others. Which will be good. I'd like that. Plus, do you think that's why the others decided to keep those three characters, Evangeline, Lily, Jack? Well, that takes away, like, basically 
all of their main power except for John Locke over uh, the Who's rest dead? of He uh, died. No, I don't think they're going to kill off John Locke. He's one of the most uh, popular characters. What chunks? Evangeline Lilly is just going to be their sex toy with lots of nude scenes. Yeah, if she were hot. What? She's very hot. <laughs> I really... Here's the thing, and I'm not going to lie to you. I, I can't believe that I'm the only person who thinks that she's not that hot. <laughs> wow. Why are you... I, I honestly want you guys to tell me what it is about her. Tommy, send me photos if she's that hot. We're straight. It's not about being straight. She has a beautiful face, a banging body. She has a great sales pitch. Mm-hmm. I don't think her face... In fact, I think her face is probably her worst feature. <laughs> no. And her boobies are kind of... Hot. Lumpy. That's from being on the island, man. No, it's not the about... The sun takes it out of you. It's like leaving an orange out in the sun. You know, it's just going to shrivel up. Matt, I know Matt probably thinks that she's uh, hot. I don't see it, though. She's stunning. In fact, I'll all say this. When she was tied up yesterday with the gag mm-hmm. in her mouth, it even more like accentuated the fact that she's not hot. Well, You're insane. I mean, That's the hottest I've seen her. All right, K-Mike says she's no Kate Beckinsale. That is true. I told she's you. She's more than Kate Beckinsale. She's a poor man's Kate Beckinsale. No. Kate Beckinsale's a dog compared to her. I don't see it. I'm sorry. She's got a good body. That face isn't any sort of a prize. Dude, you're kidding me. She's got a good body, but look. look. She's infinitely hotter if I put my thumb over no, her face. absolutely not. It's because you think your thumb's hot. That's why. It's good. I'm sure it is. That's uh, that's not enough to come to. Uh... And the freckles are kind of like a sign of character. I like freckles. They aren't overbearing. I'm almost gonna say she's hideous. What? <laughs> now you're going over the line. I'm not. I'm now not. you're bitten, dude. I'm not bitten. Who do you like on Lost? The goofy Asian chick. There's not that many no, to no, choose from. She's hot too. No, the Asian girl. You think so? Yes. Mike Horner. She looks hideous. Machu, come get Brachu. All right, here's another one. Now, I see her on the cover of Rolling Stone. Not hot. Kate Beckinsale? Yeah, I agree. Asian chick looks like she got a barbell stuck in her face. She's hideous. Dude, she... Chokes, you shot quiet. All right, here's who she looks like. No, don't bring for <laughs> She looks like Jessica Biel. She has Jessica Biel face. I don't see that at all. Absolutely She's not hot. And this is not a flattering photo of her anyway. She looks very mannish. Dude, she's on the island. She's this is a dude. Makeup. This is her just hanging out off the no, set. No, dude, that's on the island. No, that is not on the island. That picture that I have right there. The sidewalk is in the show, man. It's it's in the back <laughs> behind the trees. UPS Rich in the 321 here in the hideout. What's up, Rich? Hey, what's going on, hideout? Go ahead, buddy. Hey, you're a little off on uh, Evangeline Lilly, man. She's hot as hell. Yeah, he's a little... Mo. <laughs> All right, real quick. They, did you guys see the commercial that was run during the show about uh, HansoCareers.com? Uh, yeah, I did. I, yeah. yeah, I did see that one. That's part of their whole idea to not have you TiVo through the commercials and fast forward, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go to the website, and then you pick. They've got like six different locations. You pick that location and a job, and it takes you to a different page and shows you secrets about the show. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely bizarre. All right, what is, what's the website again? TheHanzoFoundation.com. All right, cool. Hey, thank you, UP, uh, UPS Rich. Appreciate it, brother. Right. See you guys. They really went all out. Also, too, I know this may sound a little nerdy, 
But uh, Dharma is it's kind of like the uh, sponsoring science group mm-hmm. for the for the experiments. Dharma has a website too, but you need a username and login. So if anyone knows what that is, or if it's real, or if I'm just an idiot, I'd like to know. <laughs> uh, I think you're just an idiot. Yeah. I, these, these aren't. Are people calling me a crazy f? She's not hot. I'm sorry. I apologize. You should. Did you see her in? Uh, I think it was episode one. I think she's tucking here. And I'm not lying to you. Yes, you are. She is, not only is she a poor man's Kate Beckinsale, poor man's uh, Jessica Biel. Are you trying to get people to hate you? No, her boobs aren't as big, her ass isn't as nice, she's not as toned. Oh, she's completely toned. And she doesn't have the face. She has a Jessica Biel face without as as good a body. (laughs) I can't believe you. I feel like I'm in... Like, I'm the one who's wacky new Well, you're the only one in here that says she's that good looking. You boys are all queer. <laughs> Us? We're looking at a hot chick saying, yes, she's beautiful. Here's the thing. Tommy has sent me no less than, I think, six photos. Mm-hmm. One of them is hot. One. No, I sent six hot ones. Well, she's no Dee Dee Davis. Jeez. <laughs> True. Or Dee Dee Khan. <laughs> True. Or DDT. Uh, all right, now now Bobby Hill's pissed off. Okay, douche. We'll take a picture of you jogging without your Mexican makeup on and tell me you look hot. <laughs> there's Mexican makeup? No, there's not. How many? How long does it take you to put it on every morning? I want some. All right, I just told EJ from the U that we're done spoiling. Are we? Jack's dead, and so is Desmond. <laughs> yep. Desmond is dead. I mean, you can turn it on now. John's dead, too. Oops. Painful way to die, too. Right. All right. Any, uh, do you have any kind of uh, spoilers or anything or about uh, ideas about next year, Tommy? Uh, no, like I said, just more that it's going to concentrate a little bit more on the others. And um, I heard the flashbacks are gone next year, too. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that, though. Because then if we meet the others, I'm sure they'll have others' flashbacks. You're right, because you maybe they'll just give flashbacks of not people. But as like a group as a whole, and show you how they got to that point. Somebody said, (laughs) and I I didn't notice it, but somebody said that in uh, the one where Jack's dad and Anna Lucia were in the airport, that um, Henry Gale or the the head guy of the others was actually in the background at the airport. Hmm. So how does he tie into all this? That's a that's the thing with this show. Like you really have to keep all of the episodes to and, be able to go back. Well, and you have to know all of your characters, even the ones that were in their short term. Like uh, Saeed's, uh, when Saeed was in the first Gulf War, uh, the Americans had him torture one of his own Iraqi soldiers. It was Kelvin who made him do it. So yes. why do you need to know that? Well, uh, the, uh, the, the hold on the drill sergeant who made him do the uh, the uh, torturing ended up being the one that was in the uh, the uh, the hatch before Desmond. Oh. So I that guess... ties in somehow. Do you think some of the... I, here's the thing. Here's what I'll tell you about Lost. I'm done. Great. I am done. Done with what? Watching it. What? Why? I'm going to wait, just like with ER right now, or I'm blowing through all the seasons in like six weeks. 
I'm just going to wait till they're all out on DVD. It's too I, bad about Mara Tierney's character. I can't <laughs> wait anymore. You know what I mean? I just can't sit here. All right, we could do that all day if you want to, because it doesn't matter to me. I mean, whatever. Jack, uh, before he dies and lost, is a crossover on ER and kills her. Wednesdays in the fall are going to suck for you guys. We still have uh, NBA playoffs. Don't be holding that over my head. Whatever. I'm happy they beat the Spurs. We can lose the oh, Suns. Aren't. I am. I, for some reason, I feel relieved we got past but the Spurs. I'm not worried about it anymore. It's not nearly as important. I feel like we've had that lifted off of our back. So anyway, I think I'm done with it. I just got to wait, man. It's I don't have the attention pan. I, I, I can't stick through this. Why not? I can't just sit here and watch, you know. And be hanging by every moment. It is a thinking man show. I want to. Well, I would rather think all in once in like a one extended three day weekend. I can't sit here every Wednesday for six weeks at a time. Then that's wait. part of the fun. What are we waiting three months? Yeah, that that does piss me off. That to wait, you know, months. You're gonna. It's gonna be. But until then, I have uh, uh, entourage coming back. Entourage is coming back. It's not enough. Are you for sure that uh, loss is coming back in three months? I don't know how long it is. Because I was talking to Cabin, and he said they're not releasing the season two on DVD till October. And I guess naturally it makes sense you'd release the DVD of first course so they're people not. could catch it's, up. The football season is going to be well underway by the time you're going to watch the next episode of Lost. Yes, it's going to be probably uh, early November. That didn't piss you off? Of course it does, but it's a well-written show, and it takes some time to develop it. Done. Finished. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up still, the Hideout Headlines Game Show. We'll do that one tonight. Sealand, uh, I'm sorry, Napier is our host. Ooh. Milton Napier. Exciting. Now, I did want to talk to our other intern who's not here tonight because he's out at his gig. Is our boy Sealane, the unpaid producer. What's going on, man? Chilling, man. I'm heading out to uh, Pine Street downtown. Oh, that is right. Where are you going to be uh, performing? It's, uh, it's called Pine Street Bar. It's at the corner of Pine Street and Magnolia downtown. All right, Pine Street and Magnolia downtown, Pine Street Bar for C-Lane and his fantastic musical uh, experience, mm-hmm. the C-Lane experience tonight down at uh, on Pine Street. Hey, you also had a podcast update for us. What else do you have up there, C-Lane? Yeah, we got uh, the first video from uh, back in the D.C. days. It's uh, Chunks' What's That Smell? Okay, it's up on the stunt section of the podcast. That is one of my favorite videos, maybe favorite segments of all time. It was one of the stuff, uh, one of the things we had the most fun doing. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, that was one of the best times that I think I've ever had. And we didn't really know chunks at the time. That was his first night with us ever. Oh, really? That was his debut. That was the chunks Corolla debut. I remember asking him, "Hey, you want to hang out after the show?" Yeah, I, I'd be on it. That'd be great. I'd, I'd be honored to hang out with you guys. <laughs> I still prefer the PS2. So, I don't know. This one, we made him sniff uh, ass toilet paper. So that was a lot of fun. All right, C-Lane, Pine Street Bar, Pine Street and Magnolia tonight? Yeah, buddy. All right, we'll see you there, man. All right, peace. And we really didn't make him, uh, make him smell it. We tricked him into smelling it. He thought he was smelling armpit. That was the beauty of it. And then he, he's just whipping it, just like sucking it in the smell. That one was very, very, very fun. So it's on, I'm going to actually go home and watch it. Yeah, well, I got to download it anyway, so download, on my podcast. Download it on the iTunes, uh, Chunks Corolla, what? Um, 
I forgot, before I forget, uh, we had a special request since we're talking to all the interns from very, very old, old intern Putin. Mm-hmm. Probably the best one we've had here yet. To uh, hit Milton. Milton Napier, the new guy? Yes. Why is that? Putin just, he's got this thing where, I, I don't know, he'll let the intern go on for a, a week or so, and then he just hates them and wants them to get hit. All right, what's Milton mumbling back there? I see him mumbling something. Where's his stapler? Oh. I hate these guys. Oh. Now, now uh, speaking of old, old interns, PJ, our original intern, will be coming in, hanging out in a few weeks. Good. We can talk to him about the kid touching that he did. Kid touching? I thought that was the whole thing that up in DC 101 he got in trouble for. I know he's having a kid. I didn't know he was touching him, too. Already. <laughs> already he's doing it. Why don't we just throw an allegedly in there to be safe? Yeah, allegedly. Hey, um... Do we have a lockdown on the computers? All right, that wasn't him. Hey, uh, now, I guess saw this Might dubs. as well have been, though. <laughs> I guess the 10 cities hit worse by rising gas prices. Mm-hmm. I think a wild guess where Orlando Flora is on there. I'll say top 20. Um, oh, this is the top, only top 10, right? Yeah, I had a okay. way to go with top 20. No, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, since they are in the, I'll say eight. No, number eight is Los Angeles. Really? Yep. I thought that would probably be the number one place. Los Angeles, California. Three. You're correct. Tommy Bateman is a winner. I guess uh, best places looked at the cost of a gallon at a regular grade gasoline in 80 major U.S. cities. Factored in the number of miles driven uh, daily by commuters plus the effect of a rush hour congestion. Findings, commuters in uh, Atlanta were the worst off. A family with two daily drivers can spend more than $5,700 annually on gas. Birmingham, Alabama, and Orlando, Florida round out the top three with an annual gas cost of $5,400. $5,400. Four of the top cities of the top ten for Mm -hmm. being worst. In Florida. Wow. Number three, Orlando. Number four, Jacksonville. Number five, Pensacola. Number nine, Cape Coral. Damn, dude. Gallons per day right around three. $5,400 a year. We Central Floridians are spending on gas. That's insane. That's that's a good chunk of what you make a year. D- yeah. I think that covers almost all of what Chunks and Tommy make here. It's a little combined. over half. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. It is, unfortunately. Like four times that. <laughs> no, I mean seven. Damn it. <laughs> so I didn't know if you guys uh, wanted to uh, hear that or not, whether or not that was bad news. I don't I don't understand why it's so bad here. I don't understand what the issue is. I think part of it's because it's sp- spread out. Do you think the tourist areas, too, kind of jack up the prices because you're catching people on vacation? I think here's what may a lot of it may be. People don't want to live down near where they're working, so mm-hmm. maybe they're living, you know, maybe in Sanford or something, and then making that a little extra commute down if they're going to be working down at uh, Disney or... And our our, uh, our highway system isn't the greatest when you're in the city. It's a very difficult thing to uh, maneuver around if if it's backed up. You're basically screwed if it's backed up here. I was in shock that Orlando was number three as far as most expensive gas prices. Yeah, I wasn't expecting three, but 
I guess it makes sense when you see all these people stuck in traffic out here. Like, it's one centralized little area where you get stuck and you can't go for a while. Right. What do you do, though? How do you fix that? Carpool? Carpooling? Um, there should be alternative routes, maybe HOV lanes. Chunks, what do you do? You ride your bike now, right? Yeah, or walk sometimes. I called him one day for uh, some information or have him call someone, and he was walking. It was 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I can easily go over and pick him up, and he's walking. He's over by Costco. How come you're not riding that bike? Um, I, I rode a back home once, and it was uh, kind of scary because like, a dog started chasing after me. And I almost got hit a couple times. And so walking's easier. Dogs aren't chasing you if you're walking, or cars aren't hitting you. Well, at, at night, I mean, you know, if I walk here, uh, somebody's very, 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 very kind enough to uh, allow me a ride home with him. Colleen in the 407. You're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Colleen? Hey, nothing much. Um, I'm a pizza delivery driver. And um, gas prices are hitting me really hard. But I think the reason why Orlando is so high on the list is because we really don't have a public transportation system that's worth anything. That's true, too. The buses, I've waited three hours for a bus before. See, I um, you know, unfortunately, I try to compare it to D.C., which has a, a very good mass transit system, you know, with the, uh, with the subway and also even the buses, too. But I guess... But see, I lived in Dallas, though, and Dallas didn't have a great one. Is that the thing, though? It's a very long wait for the bus. Is that the problem, Colleen? Um, the buses are always late. They're never on the right schedule, so you can't depend on them to get out, get to work or anything. Um, and I grew up in Chicago, so it's a huge oh, yeah. you know, shock when you come here when everything's so spread out and there's no system at all when they have buses and the train and everything up there. So. All, right. all right. Thank you, Colleen. Appreciate it, sweetie. You're welcome. All right, here's another lady in the 407. Lynn, you're in the hideout. What's up, Lynn? Hey, what? I'm from Miami, and I was just listening to what the last caller said, and I say, I say the same thing. There's no way to get anywhere up here. Well, my my husband and I live in Apopka, and I work 30 miles away from home because I work down on Sand Lake and John Young. Mm-hmm. Okay. My husband works over by where you are, and it takes him just as long to get to work and it's only like 12 miles for him as it takes me to go 30 miles because i can take the 429 the turnpike and i4 right he's got to go um either 436 or 441 to maitland to get to where he's going and it's it's ridiculous i mean in miami you can jump on the metro rail and what she was saying about mass transit it's the pits. If we had to take a bus to get to work from where we live, we'd have to leave four hours before we needed to be there. Yeah, and, and it's the pits. In some areas, the buses don't run seven days a week because Orange County doesn't want to pay them to run. So mm-hmm. Seminole County, you know, you can only go so far. And it's, it's. I mean, Orlando, and they don't want to build any kind. They don't want to. Why do you think they're mass transit? Why do you think that is? Uh, thank you, Lynn. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Why are we afraid of it? I don't know. It, it's a very big um, thing to invest in. Huge. It's just so important, especially nowadays. Yeah, it's going to become a time where it's too late, I wish, and you don't have an option. I, I wish we'd go back to the days of bicycles. I honestly wish they'd, inv- they'd uh, devote an entire lane to bicycles. Getting around on bike is impossible here. Oh, yeah. You, can't, like you have to try to cross these roads and uh, take these. Uh, there's no bike routes. I'm telling you, once again, if you guys are just not tuning in, the reason it's kind of a big deal, Tin City's hit worse by the rising gas prices. Orlando's third 
Four out of the top ten for most expensive places for driving are in Florida. Dave, in the uh, 321, you're in the hideout on Rover Radio. What's up, Dave? Hey, Hefe, Dawes. How you guys doing? Yo, brother. Hey, one of the things that you guys didn't mention, I haven't heard of that whole conversation, you have to forgive me, but uh, the top three, I believe you said, were all southern states, and then we're going to have the AC on max all the time down here, and that just eats the gas. Actually, I heard that uh, AC, if you don't have your windows down, is just as, uh, isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, I've heard that is a complete myth as far as AC burning up gasoline. I think they even had it on Mythbusters, didn't they? They had it on Mythbusters, and I read an article probably a week ago saying that it was a myth as well. No, it's not, man. I, during the wintertime when I don't run the AC, I get like 19 miles a gallon out of my hmm. Mustang. During the summer, I get like 14. It's seriously starting uh, to eat more gas. Maybe. Now, you may have a point, Dave, because I look at this top ten, and they all are southern states. I mean, you're not. It's there's not a Wisconsin or a North Dakota or a Minnesota. It's... Atlanta, here's from, here, I'll go 10 to 1, okay? San Diego, Cape Coral, Los Angeles, Nashville, Raleigh, Durham, Pensacola, Jacksonville, Orlando, Birmingham, Atlanta being the most expensive. Yeah, well, that, that's all pretty hot areas. And in, in um, like, uh, the northern states, they factor in probably that you have to let that car run for a while and heat up, and it's still not costing as much. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. The Hideout Row Radio 104.1 coming down the home stretch. Coming up in just 10 minutes. Hideout Headlines Game Show so you can win some prizes. Right now, though, Dubs, mm-hmm. a shock to see that Orlando was number three on the 10 most expensive cities uh, for driving. That's a shocker. It's uh, It doesn't seem like this city should be that high on the list. Third worst hit city by the rising gas prices. Lee in the 407 here in the Hideout. What's up, Lee? How are you guys doing? Hi, brother. Uh, two things. Uh, in the winter in Florida, uh, you get better gas mileage just because of the colder. Uh, the colder air makes your engine run more efficiently than when it's hot out. And uh, also, the gas prices, I think, in Orlando, like out by UCF where I live, are cheaper than out, let's say, by Disney or anything. Because when you go to Miami or when I go up to Gainesville, the gas compared to uh, – Compared to UCF areas, like 10 to 15 cents more down in South Florida and North Florida. All right. All right. Cool. Thank you, Lee. Appreciate it, bro. I didn't know about the cooler thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this, though. I don't know that tourism has anything to do with it because as I look at this list, it's not really touristy places. Atlanta, Birmingham. And you'd think they would try to go with a uh, survey of residents of that area. Raleigh, Durham, Nashville. Mm hmm. I mean, maybe you can make a case for San Diego, L.A., and, of course, uh, Orlando tops, I think, all of those when it comes to people you know, yeah. coming and visiting. Where's New York on that list? New York gas is always more expensive than the rest of people's. Difference. Mm-hmm. Mass transit. Yep. And Chunks was saying over the weekend he was back in D.C. with the mass transit, and he's like, it just changes your life. You go out and you do something. I am convinced I would do a lot more. I would go downtown a hell of a lot more if I could hop on a mass transit. Even a really good bus system. Because then you don't worry about drinking and driving. Yeah. I'm so afraid of being caught drinking and driving, I'll either walk across the street to the bar across the street, mm-hmm. or I won't go. You know, and that's kind of a big deal. Ryan in the 407 here in the hideout. What's up, Ryan? Hey, what's up, Dubs? Uh, Hefe. Uh, I was just going to touch base on the uh, on the uh, the air being colder. It, it is... 
it is uh, it, it does give you better gas mileage because uh, denser air, you know, you can fit more air into your engine. Mm-hmm. And the uh, fact that uh, when your compressor kicks on in your engine, anything that, that turns on your, your power steering, your alternator, and then your compressor, it takes away horsepower from your engine. So your engine has to put in more fuel huh. to uh, compensate for that. Yeah, there's a, there's a very delicate balance of, uh, of uh, spark and air that you have to kind of just keep out, keep going. And when uh, you aren't getting as much you know thin air through there you have to put more spark and more gas to but get the, that spark. how does it work in the reverse let's say in places like michigan where i lived and was awful um as far as like the cold air like just incredibly cold freezing air is it any different does it does that help help or make the gas mileage better or does it affect the way quite ryan that it does with the heat well at first when your car starts up it's uh cold mm-hmm. it needs to get to a certain temperature so it's going to start dumping in fuel to warm that engine up. And then once it gets to a certain temperature, then it's going to start running as efficient as it can. So when, it, when it's freezing cold, then you're, you're, you're kind of wasting a little bit of gas. But say down here in Florida where it gets down to, uh, say, 30 at the lowest, you know, mm-hmm. 40 at the lowest, it, it's, it starts off cold, but it warms up a little quicker than, than up there. And since you're not running as much... Uh, you're not wasting as much gas. All right, very cool. I right, thank you, Ron. I appreciate the info, my friend. And just no the problem. humidity really kind of messes with the whole thing too. I'm not gonna lie to you. You could be lying to me, but I'm gonna take your word because you seem like a nice guy. What I'm gonna do? I'm going to uh, act like I know what I'm talking about too, and kind of say yes. This is why it is, and I have no basis for my my thoughts. Sure, I'll agree with that one, and I'll tell you why I agree. All right, Dubs. Here's what we got. We got a great musical weekend. Mm-hmm. We have tickets for Skindred. Great, but come back with the the Skindred hit when we come back from break. Uh, we'll come back with Skindred, but they're at the House of Blues tomorrow night. Your last chance to pick up tickets, basically. Uh, we'll do that. Also, too, uh, our buddies from Irrational on Saturday night at the House of Blues, mm-hmm. and then cover the sun. The Sunday. back booth on Sunday night. We got tickets for Skindred, though. We got tickets for Pat Benatar. We got. Um, the Ringer on DVD. We got more video games for PlayStation 2. Call now, be a winner. Let's wrap up the night tonight with the Hideout Headlines Game Show. We need six players. Six players. The board is completely free, so if you dial now, you'll probably be able to play. 407 916 It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. A caller said that Jimmy Hoffa was found. According to Fox News, you may want to go with it. So they go to Foxers. I don't see anything on Jimmy Hoffa being found. How about you verify it first before you send it along to me where I'm wasting my time looking for it, Matt? Okay, I'll work on that. <laughs> Did you want to say something? I'm glad she lost. Why? Because she said I got it wrong. Sure, I got it wrong. We don't have to be an ass about it. Well, then you well, got it wrong. You got it wrong. Just take idiot. the bump. Yeah. You def- Rachel wouldn't treat me this way. <laughs> You're an ass. I hate you. Absinthe Coma in the 407. You ready? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, how about uh, National? National news for everybody, Absinthe Coma. National is multiple choice. Police right. in Lewiston, Maine today held this stereotypical fundraiser. A, a pork chop co- cook-off. B, a donut eating contest. C, a speeding ticket um, writing contest. Or D, a stolen merchandise auction. Uh, let's... Let me hear the question once more. I couldn't quite make it out. Police in Lewis and Maine today held this stereotypical fundraiser. Ah, uh, hmm. I'm going to go with the donut eating contest. That is correct, <laughs> Good sir. job, Absinthe Coma. You are a winner. 
Yeah, that seems like the, the obvious one there. They always embrace the donut-eating thing. I've never understood why cops are so big on the donuts. I don't think they are. I don't think they actually do eat a lot of donuts. I think there's just a few fat ones you see with donuts, and then they, uh... I think they go get a lot of coffee from donut shops, but I don't think they actually... Ah, probably coffee. Mm-hmm. I've had this pastry craving that's just been sick. Like a muffin or a donut. I like mm. the Danishes. Mm, mm, a nice good Danish. That's... kind of donut? Actually, the cinnamon... It's like a cinnamon, not powder donut, but like... Sugar. The cinnamon sugar uh, on I it? guess so. Yeah. They get them at Starbucks. That and a cafe mocha makes your morning. And it's also like seven bucks. Uh, Didi in the 407. You ready? Uh, Dirty D, I'm sorry. You ready? What's up, boys? All right, here we go. You want world, local, or sports? Um, I'll take local, but i got to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. When you get an IM from Matt, do you automatically assume... That he talks like this every time. <laughs> he types a very, very slow. Each, but in between, just read the IM that way. It's just dot, dot, dot. <laughs> All right, and then like a. <laughs> All right, here we go, Dirty D. Here's your local question. Local is true or false? An Orlando man attempted to rob a convenience store with a high-powered rifle, then took off his mask and claimed the whole thing was a joke and paid for a soda and left. True or false? Um, true. That is Sorry, Dirty D. Happened in Pompano Beach. <laughs> so you just changed the area where it happened. <laughs> but that actually did happen. Okay. Yeah. Where did you where did you say it happened? Orlando. And it was instead of Pompano Beach. Alright, that's a kind of a dick move, but okay. Tricky. Whatever. Now, now, if you're gonna do that, say right here in Orlando. Now here's the thing. Napier, you got two questions left, alright? Okay. Now, I want you, you're kind of whispering. I need mm-hmm. you to project a little bit more. All right, talk a little bit louder. Is he uh, close enough on the mic? He's reading well. Try smiling. Okay. No, it's actually very important when you talk on the radio to smile. It, it gives you a little bit more energy. Until you get comfortable. You know what I mean? So really, like, overdo the smile. All right, let's try Frank in the 321 here in the hideout. You ready, Frank? Yeah. All right, you want world or sports news? World. Okay. World is true or false. A German farmer is auctioning off a toilet seat that was sat on by Paris Hilton. True or true. false? That is correct. Good job. And you almost sounded like a newsman there. Yeah, you're uh, sounding better. Good job, Napier. So what's the story? Uh, Paris sat on a toilet? Well, yeah, Paris was like flying in a helicopter over the property, and helicopters don't have bathrooms, so she made the guy land and... At this little farm, and mm-hmm. the German guy decided to keep the toilet seat and auction off. So now uh, people are buying the clap. That's great. <laughs> it's really too bad that thing didn't crash. And I, I, you know, that's not even being Chuck Jock. I really mean it. I know you do. I think at the time of Paris is over. Enough already. Mm-hmm. It's really it's time to move on. Let's go to. Oh damn it! I didn't mean move on like that. I will. Final question for Joe. Joe in the 407. You ready, Joe? Yeah. All right, you got sports news, all right, buddy? Okay. All right, that's what you left with. Here's the question. Sports is multiple choice. A new uh, sports fishing record was set today when a fisherman from Port Charlotte landed a 14.5-foot-long, 1,262-pound what? A, hammerhead shark, B, giant squid, C, blue marlin, or D, Matt Albert? (laughs) Nice! I'll go with the marlin. 
Uh, I'm sorry, Joe. It's actually a hammerhead shark. It should have been a Matt Albert. Good job even throwing in a joke. Let's hear it for Napier, who's come a long way. It's kind of pointless to have you around if you're not a jackass, but whatever. Mm-hmm. You're learning. Happy for you. Almost becoming a broadcaster. Almost there. No. Not really that close. Not, not close enough for you to be uh, confident in it. But here's the other thing I want to mention, too. The Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to us by our buddies at the Wholesale Furniture Market. Um, they have, uh, hurry up, the May special, up to 70% off with one year, no interest, no payments. Ooh. That is the May special. That is special. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road 436 in Castleberry, next to the Sam's Club. 407-332-1314. I also want to thank a couple of people who have sent in their money for the Matt Albert trek. Oh, did they? They finally are uh, flying in? Yeah. Checks are f- filtration direct. I want to thank those guys for sending in their 125 bucks. Wow. Uh, from Matthew. I also want to thank... This is our buddy out in California. One of our listeners out mm-hmm. in Cali sent this one out. Uh, I'll just call him James. But he sent in the 40 bucks cool. in a check. And our buddy Rich Rich from Philly. Rich Rich uh, sent out his check. Well, let me see how much this one is for. He's got a company. I take back when I, when I called him a dirty welcher. I'll take that back now. He Actually, his company is 5000 Inc. Ah. 5000 Incorporated. But uh, he sent in 25 bucks. Perfect. So Matt is going to have a hell of a cruise. That's a, that's a lot of good money uh, for this Monster Cruise. Get your details for the Monster Cruise on monsters.fm. Dubs, that is it for the hideout tonight on a Thursday night. Big show tomorrow night on Friday. Of course, we have the open door from 10 to 11. Please do come up and see the show live and in person. Yeah, Napier. I was just wondering if we had a count to see how much money Matt's got so far. Stop it. I I actually will. I will. I got. I got. I got it at home, where I'm keeping the money before I go and uh, put it in. I think we put even an account for him. But I think this is probably near 500 almost. Good. I think this is just about 500 bucks. So his cabin is well taken care of. If other people come through, I think not to call him out, but I think Bushy mm-hmm. and Big Dog still owe their money. Yes, they do. And then uh, he's uh, essentially, I think, all paid up from there. Unless there are other people who are welching. But, uh, you know, that's a lot of money to have As, fun uh, on the Monster Phil Cruise. His? Phil Frazier, I'm not sure if he's done his he, yet. Uh, he emailed uh, me the he was sending. I didn't know if he got it yet. Okay, very cool. All right, here's the thing. We'll see you guys uh, tomorrow. Up next, the Real Radio Rewind, the best of Real Radio, all four shows in one hour. Then the Monsters in the Morning, Shannonburg Middays, and Phillips File in the Afternoon. Hideout back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Be somebody always talk good. Uh, quick note, the 407 did real well. Mm-hmm. Good calls. I think the 321 did best tonight nice. with most substance to their phone calls. Good job, 321. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Oh, hideoutheretics.net for the information on Irrational and Cover the Sun for their shows this weekend. 5,000. Hideoutheretics.net. 5,000. I be smacking my hoes Everyone knows it goes Kick him to the floor Step on them hard Step on them hard Kick him to the floor Cause I I be smacking my hoes I be smacking my hoes I be smacking my hoes
Not interested. I don't. Aye, 5,000.